0: Okay, Branson, Branson. Yeah, what's up? I, I need you to help me with this airlock.
1: No, 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 no more airlock stuff, dude. I got mop duty for a week last time you no, started playing with no. the airlock.
0: No, no, no. It, it, Do you we, know we, how hard it is to clean we, frozen mucus
1: off of a window?
0: We got, we got something like literally with the toy claw hanging off the station. I picked up a DeLorean filled with Rubik's cubes.
1: Oh, dude. Okay. 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 Yeah, let's get the door yeah. open.
0: There okay, uh there's a placard on the side that says not to open for fifteen years uh John yeah, there's people inside this thing. There's like a guy and
1: it, is that a bald like, dwarf I, I think it's A Cajun who thinks he's Asian a Cajun. a oh. fabled Cajun let's
0: let him out. Oh okay. <laughs> Prepare yourself to discover a world of terrible movies. High above the planet Geekery, a group of intrepid explorers hover over the dangerous planet in their fabulous superorbital spacecraft. Their mission? To conduct a complete analysis of movies known throughout the universe as Terrible. So grab your space popcorn, grab your freeze-dried ice cream, and join us for today's mission of Discovery and Wanda. Are these movies better than the galaxy thinks?
2: Or do they really belong on the bottom shelf?
3: Hello, movie lovers and movie haters. Welcome to The Bottom Shelf, the show where every movie has a place on the shelf. I'm Dallas. I'm so glad to have you guys here with us on today's episode. Uh, we are excited because we got some folks here with us that are a little bit, uh, well they look a little cold, but uh, while they're warming up, let's uh, introduce our, our staff, our team here. Starting over here, Mr. Branson Boykin. How you doing, bud?
1: Hello, everybody. Good to be here. Branson Boykin, you're the Boykinist. <laughs> well thank you i appreciate it's that
3: it's true and uh that uh encouragement came from our good friend mr john the red how are you
0: john the red how are you i'd hate to meet john the blue how are you <laughs> <laughs> uh, you doing right john what you doing all right you know i'm gonna answer this like a britain uh I, you know, I'm okay. I I, I woke up feeling nauseous because I ate the flaming hot, cool ranch Doritos before I took a nap after work. So, I might spew on my. Who knows?
3: All right. Well, this is gonna be a fun day. <laughs> well, coming out of apparently the deep freeze, hanging out in space. Uh, we got over here. Uh, Mister, is that a uh, you, Francisco? It's a bald oh. elf. Who's there? Who's I can't see. I can't. Carbonite caused
4: blindness. I think I can't see. <laughs> it
0: fixed his accent. You? It fixed his accent. He says, <laughs> <laughs> "Francisco, how
3: you doing, buddy?"
4: You I, I can't see. Where? Where am
2: I? What where, where is this? You is, are. Is Paul
4: the... here? Is yeah. Paul here? Yeah. yeah. Paul. Oh, oh, hey,
2: Paul. Hey, hey, hey! Did we make it? Are we back? I think we're back. We're, what, okay where are we when are we yeah where are we
0: this this doesn't look like the pod or you the are three you are here and now all right glad to be here and now when, when will then be now we missed now. it now just now no that now <laughs> was then
2: all right sounds Now's
0: good.
1: now Oh, I'm glad that worked I don't uh, think we're reviewing that movie on the show guys no so we only for do those bad of you bad not know, this here.
3: is our good friends Francisco and Paul J. Powers of God, the retro God. rewind podcast uh, real quick, Francisco, can you tell us a little bit about Retro rewind?
4: yes. Uh, we try to do opening bits as well. sometimes they work sometimes they don't. so sorry about not continuing the bid very well there. anyway. Retro Raymond podcast is a podcast where we me, Paul and rotating guest hosts review movies and games that are 15 years or older. Uh, and the purpose is uh, with the purpose of trying to let you know whether they're still worth your
2: time today. And it's really fun to watch on video, especially those rotating guest hosts how they try to keep up yeah, with all the time. Yeah, they're like on a merry-go-round,
0: <laughs> just yeah. going round and round and round. Yeah. <laughs> I've only been on the show once, so
1: was that and before what, do or you after? enjoyed the merry-go-round. <laughs> <laughs> were you actually rotating while you were on the show? Like, like a rotisserie they, That's our new guest
2: I don't know if you were on for that
3: <laughs> Oh my gosh Well I'm excited about today because uh, I, I'm excited to be on this ship with like Four of my favorite people of all times So this is going to be a great Aww. show today Who's the other but, guy? Huh? I have to count the room
0: <laughs> Oh Glicks, gotcha <laughs>
3: <laughs> It's not Glicks an axe, that's good? for sure
1: I thought Glicks had a female voice. Right.
4: But then I count for
0: two of those people. So Here, here's the thing. Can an AI actually possess a gender?
5: hmm
3: We're going to get into that, uh, that uh, conversation later. That being said, <laughs> guys, this is a movie podcast. Where we're reviewing movies. Um, oh, good.
0: We're used to that. Yeah, Thanks for having so, us. So,
3: John, what are we doing today, brother?
0: Uh, we are hosting two people who rip off our movie review format. <laughs> <And>
2: <laughs> is that how that works? <laughs> we ripped it off. Uh-huh. Yeah. Nah, the chicken or the egg. I'm sure that's so. how that happens. a so School Neighbor might have something to say about that.
0: <laughs> how old is this podcast again?
1: 42. Uh, no, see. They well, looked the into the picture and saw us doing it and then started it in the past so they could take credit for it.
0: Holy Bioshock Infinite. <laughs> um, <laughs> Alright, so uh we are going to be reviewing uh three ninjas. Oh.
3: Three ninjas?
0: I guess. I don't know. This really should be uh Branson introducing the movie because it was his it was <laughs> no, his no, no, idea. No.
1: My part is the excited fanboy of this
3: movie.
1: <laughs> 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 I get to talk about all the reasons why I love this movie.
3: Oh man. Well let me give I'll it, not give it to the box. telegraph
1: what I'm gonna all, rate it later. All the but, you know. reason.
3: <laughs> let me let me look at this box let me see what we got going on here. It's uh let's see here. Three ninjas directed by uh John Turtle Tob, yes. who produced Nicholas Cage's National Treasure movies, Bruce Willis's The Kid, as well as directing films such as Cool Runnings, mm. Phenomenon, and a small film that we reviewed with our dear friend Squid, The Meg.
1: Oh. He does the Meg. Cool. Cool yeah. Runnings.
4: Yeah. I don't think he did the sequel, but he did do the original, yes.
1: Yeah.
3: Yeah. So the film stars uh Victor Wong, who started uh who has starred in several other bottom shelf qualifying films, such as Big Trouble in Little China and Tremors. Yeah. And then co-starring child actors listed from the most successful acting career to the least, uh Max Slade, Michael Trenner, and Chad Power.
0: Wait, did you just suggest that? Big Trouble and Little China and Tremors are bottom shelf movies.
3: I suggesting they qualify for our podcast.
2: It could be top shelf. Put it on the
0: podcast Why? and
3: find out. The metacredit for for uh Big Trouble is 56. Out of a thousand.
0: I Sean reject I reject <laughs> that reality. Like all, all together, Both those. Mm.
1: Now, remember, John, I, I had to explain <laughs> this to my boys earlier. Just because a movie is on our podcast doesn't mean it's actually bad. Well, it at least just we're going to find out. Critically, critically, it scored low. That doesn't mean it was actually bad. I'll Those critics this. are
0: idiots.
3: John, you Aren't go deep, the dumpster. <laughs> John, you go digging through the dumpster and see if Big Trouble in Little Chinatown is in there. And we may have to do a special episode because I've never seen it.
4: It's not Big Trouble in Little Chinatown. It's Big Trouble in Little China.
0: You haven't seen Big Trouble in Little China?
3: Nope. Well,
1: that makes two of us. I've never seen it. Double blasphemy.
0: You know, I I never thought I would have issue with MB until now when I have found out that at no point in your childhood had you ever seen Big Trouble in Little China.
3: For the confusion out there, MB is my mother. Oh, oh, thank you. As just <laughs> media to ask. browser,
2: megabyte.
3: No, she, she,
0: she has claimed me as her surrogate child as well. So,
2: motherboard. No, mother brain. Mother brain. Mother box. Yeah. Motherbox.
0: yeah.
3: Motherbox. As, far,
0: as far as Branson not having seen it, that makes sense because homeboy, homeboy missed out on a lot of the best things of growing up in the
1: eighties. <laughs> I don't and, know. I, I enjoyed as, my childhood pretty well, I
0: think. And as we all know, the best in life is to crush your enemies, see them driven from before you, and hear the lamentations of their women. That's Yet why another reference to
1: a, a movie world. we're not reviewing tonight.
3: <laughs> we're talking about all the movies except the one we're supposed to cover. <laughs> well, let's look at the back cover of this movie, real quick. Okay. The back of the box. <laughs> Alice uh, is
0: desperately trying to hold the podcast together. <laughs>
3: Yep, uh, the back of the box is this. Mixing the high-kicking fun of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles and the humorous pranks of Home Alone, Three Ninjas creates a high-energy, fun-filled treat for everyone. After an organized crime ring proves to be too much for the FBI, it's time to call the Ninja Kids, their three brothers who, who use their martial arts skills to battle the crime ring and outwit the, some very persistent kidnappers. The fun kicks off, just as the action kicks in. That was the most 90s sounding back of the box I've ever heard. Uh, It
0: it (laughs) it comes with a sample of Surge.
3: (laughs) (laughs) I miss Surge. Oh my gosh. Branson, you got some community uh, communications about this film?
1: I do. I have some community
3: communications.
1: First we have. Eh, I liked it. I can't be the only one either since it had three sequels. That doesn't make it good, and it's certainly not a work of art, but I found it entertaining.
3: That's fair. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Next one is horrible, trash, garbage. It's you outright way. You gotta say it with an Irish suit. accent. Oh, but my Irish always sounds Scottish. This is true. And right. we love you for it. All right, here we, tr- here we go. Here we go. <clears throat> I apologize in advance. I could do a Cajun for you guys. No, you can't. <laughs> we've, been, we've been asking
0: you to do that for several episodes well, now, and you well, still have You know, it.
1: this this is a movie about ninjas. If, if it has a... a in, never mind. Not... <laughs> 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 All right, here we go. Horrible trash garbage. It's outright the bottom of a soda pipe going through a pile of elephant crops, sleeping in maggots. There you go. That's not bad. <laughs> it's yeah not it's not great but it's not bad either <laughs> like i said i always end up i must have scottish dis- yeah. you know, ancestry somewhere because every time i try to sound irish it just come out scottish same here that um, or i watched braveheart way too many times in college or shrek or maybe shrek it was Heart. shrek that might have been shrek <laughs> all right let's see rocky loves emily Rocky loves <coughs> Emily. Yes. Rocky loves Emily. Home Alone meets Power home.
3: Rangers. What was that?
1: Home Alone meets Power Rangers. That's fair. Home Alone with Ninjas. Also fair. It is precisely the movie mom and dad brought back from Blockbuster when you asked them for Mortal Kombat or Ninja Turtles, but the video rental place was out of both. did <laughs> they say the same thing about Surf Ninjas?
0: I mean... I think this was the one they got. If surf ninjas was out too.
1: Oh, Uh, I don't know. In my experience, you reach for three ninjas before surf ninjas, but I don't think it's necessarily because one's better.
0: See previous (laughs) comment about you missing out on the best things in life as a child. Uh (laughs)
1: All right. Next one. Funny movie. Oh, all right. Next one. It's teenage mutant Ninja turtles crossed with home alone. And it's totally awesome.
4: I think someone just read the back of the box.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Next one was awesome when I was 10. Next one. It sucks. I'm just kidding. I legit love it. Next one says mid. That's it. Mid. All right. And last but not one. No, no, I've got two more things. Next one is latchkey brothers use martial arts skills learned from grandpa to stop hippie robbers on home invasion.
3: I love that one. All <laughs> right, these last two, Brightson, these are haikus. Okay. So you need to make this oh. sound deep. I
1: will channel my ninja master voice. Are you oh. sure? That sounds
3: like it's Cajun. We're going to get canceled.
1: <laughs> <laughs> <Too late. clears throat> oh. Three brothers train hard. Grandpa's old foe they must face. Xlax wins the day. I don't recall this. It's not best of the best, though. It probably sucks.
3: All talk? right. Those are some, uh, some yep. interesting uh, views of it. Uh, Paul, uh, Francisco, are, have you guys seen this film before? You guys have. Are how you, would are you are describe you the film are if you Are
2: you skipping yet? me? No, I'm not. I'm not. Thank you for letting guests go first. <laughs> Um, I personally have never seen this movie before, so I, I'm excited. Uh well not excited because um I remember when this film came out it was advertised and I was beyond seven years old, so I did not bother with it. So uh and but what I expect, I, I'm I'm expecting um Ernie Rays Jr. and let's see, he had two brothers, so I'm expecting um uh jonathan taylor thomas because it was the 90s and what other uh let's throw in a colkin kid and uh and i know it, it's it did well enough to spark other movies that eventually you know i assuming they fought hulk Colgan at magic mountain but that's another movie
3: i feel like you just put all the wow. prompts for this movie into an ai generator and that's what it gave you
2: yeah pretty much I would watch that movie, <laughs> but this is like the the first of, of those, right? Wait, well, wait, we'll, wait, we'll find out.
0: I think I think one of the brothers had to have been that kid that was from Sequest that ended up in Sidekick. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, the Ladybugs kid that killed himself. Well, I wasn't going to bring up that aspect, but that's okay, cool, but Paul. Yeah, hey, the my parents, never ended
2: story kid. Yeah,
0: my, my parents the, got divorced when I was young when I was a teenager. You want to talk about that now too? Sure. I, Find some yeah, let's, let's go for that.
2: Yeah, if the ninja kicks it, let's do it.
3: <laughs> Francisco, how would you have described this movie in one sentence?
4: Well, first, I want to say, I, I listened to your Surf Ninjas uh thing, so I'm not going to describe it in one sentence. You're going to have to weigh on that. Uh, I listened to your Surf Ninjas, and you guys kept bringing up sidekicks, but I'm curious, are you talking about the Chuck Norris sidekicks or the Ernie Reyes Jr. sidekicks? One was a movie, one was a show. So which one are you talking about?
1: The movie. I think we talked about both at some point, actually. Uh, It was never clear to me. So I was referring to the Chuck Norris movie. I was unaware of the Ernie Reyes Jr. TV show. Oh,
5: but.
4: better. But okay. That's right. Uh, One sentence for surfing, or for (laughs) three
5: ninjas.
4: Yeah. (laughs) One sentence for (laughs) surf ninjas. How would you do that? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, For three ninjas, I don't know if I had a sentence. I mean, I guess I could say, I remember uh, that I really, uh, I did see this before. I remember liking connecting with the older brother the most because he was trying to keep the younger brothers in line and the younger brother just really liking kicking bad guys in the crotch. That's
0: why I remember.
3: <laughs> I feel like that's all anybody remembers.
0: <laughs> also, I want to go on record as saying my comment at the beginning of this segment was not that you skipped me for giving a comment more that we had a different segment. I thought we were going to Paul. So that wasn't the shot at you guys. Oh, Okay.
3: <laughs> all right. I don't know what's
2: going on here, but thanks for including me.
3: (laughs) John, you got some trivia for us about this film?
2: Uh, I do. See, this is what
0: I thought we were going to. I got you. When Disney acquired the distribution rights to this film, uh, the studio also felt it was too violent. So the filmmakers responded by adding cartoon sound effects to lessen the violence. Um, also in the American version of this movie, a bunch of uh, parts of scenes were cut out of it. Really? Uh, most, most likely to secure a PG rating. Whoa. Wow.
3: Where
2: can we find wow. said unedited version?
3: I want the director's you, cut now.
2: Yeah. Uh,
0: in England? The international version, uh, which does feature scenes removed from the American version, uh, has never been released on home video in the United States. Hmm. It, however, aired on the Wham! movie network and has been available for streaming from time to time on Hulu. All
2: right. Hmm. Germany's Amazon. Here I come. (laughs) (laughs) I think that's called Germazon.
0: Um, DJ Harder, who portrays Hammer, also worked... Was also the second assistant camera operator on this film, um, aside from one other acting role. He continues to work behind the camera.
4: Was I was curious. Was Hammer with the blonde or the the long haired blonde or the long haired uh, brown hair uh, thug?
0: No idea. But you you gave us this trivia. Yeah. Don't you the know tri- these things? No. I know what I have to do to make this show, especially when it comes to this movie.
4: And I'm supposed to take your opinion on what a Cajun accent sounds like. I don't know. I think everything's (laughs) up for grabs now. (laughs) You know what?
0: You're right. My knowledge of a second camera operator completely limits my idea as far as what a Cajun. What was his name? Uh, Uh,
1: DJ Hammer was the long brown hair guy.
0: Harder. Harder, Thank you. Thank
1: you, Branson.
3: (laughs) Which one was he, Branson?
1: The long brown haired guy.
3: Okay. The main one?
1: No, 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 the, uh, no. That the that was the Fester.
2: Kid.
1: Yeah, I was about yeah. to say I... the one that played uh... the non-Asian
2: one. <laughs> no, no, that was the, the Asian one. The Asian-looking
1: one was oh, the, the, Asian, ra- the Asian. The Asian he surfer, might be Native American. Surfer? Well, maybe Native American.
4: Yeah, I could see that too. <laughs> yeah, maybe Cajun. No, yeah. The
3: grandfather was Cajun. Oh, John, <sighs> so, you getting more oh, trivia gosh. for us?
0: uh no this there this was this was a largely trivia free movie
3: i got gotcha. i got gotcha. you all right well uh branson uh yes, sir. you obviously you've you've seen this a few times <laughs> um you're you were excited what are, yes what are your expectations going into seeing this today
1: oh, i expect to love it um okay so <clears throat> for a little bit of background i saw this this was another one of those movies uh, we didn't go to the theater a lot when I was a kid. Uh, most of the movies I saw, I saw when they came out on video, but we hit up the local video one and blockbuster like all the time, uh, especially yeah. when they had those, I think it was video one, had a five for five for five deal. Whoa. You got five movies for five days for five bucks. Nice. Wow. Uh, yeah. Now, now most, most the movies were it a were... dollar a
2: day, but okay. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Well, you had to get 5 though. If you only bought one, it didn't count. Mm. You had to get 5 to do it. But it was and it was mostly the older movies. Like I remember um no, it wasn't video one, it was planet entertainment. But all the movies on the wall were like the new movies that you could rent out for like one day. Uh, all the movies in the shelving in the middle, that was the 5 for 5 for 5 deal. So on Friday night, dad would take me and my sisters over there and set us loose in this big one room video store and we would all go and pick a movie out and that's how i saw most of these movies growing up great Um, in
2: the rain again okay
1: (laughs) (laughs) but that's the first time i saw three ninjas i saw it with my sisters and we loved it like we would go play three ninjas later my youngest sister didn't like it often because she didn't want to be tum-tum But but we loved the mess out of this movie. This, this and Ninja Turtles is what started our ninja craze in the nineties. Like we thought this was so, so cool. Um, Years later, I meet my wife, come to find out that uh, her dad took her to see this movie. Huh? Her dad's a ninja? ninja. He's not a ninja. That would be Uh, cool though. Is your wife a (laughs) ninja? No, she's not. Oh. She's, oh. she's a warrior princess, but, <laughs> but, uh, this was one of the movies that, uh, he took her to see, uh, in theaters. So she actually saw it in theaters, had very pleasant memories of, of that movie. Cause it was sentimental. Uh-huh. And so when we grew up, we had an opportunity to get it on DVD and we did just cause we both had fond memories of it. And then when our children were born, we exposed them to it. And they loved it. So are your children ninjas? There they I actually go. are close. Uh, my young, my oldest just got his purple belt in kung fu. Whoa! So he's Still actually pretty close Sonic. to being Good a ninja. Job. Uh, and uh, and my youngest is he's a yellow belt right now, but he he never stops. The kid can do everything.
5: Nice, but
1: uh, but yeah, so a lot of I, I can't even call it nostalgia because. I see this movie at least once a year, sometimes twice a year. Just every once in a while, we'll get in the mood. We'll throw the DVD in and watch it just for the heck of it. So I'm not exactly coming into this cold. I, I, I I expect to thoroughly enjoy
3: this movie
2: at 480p. Okay.
3: (laughs) (laughs) All right. Rock it out. Like God we have the the documentary on Branson's life. Uh, (laughs) John, what are your expectations going into this film, bro? Uh,
0: I think in order to satiate Paul, we should let the guests go first.
2: Yes, <laughs> let's do that.
3: All right, Paul. What's your expectations for today?
0: Cut and paste here. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Paul, can you turn your audio up or get up on your mic? Your
2: yeah, closer. is this better? Yeah, I thought better. I was too. I thought I was being too loud, so I backed away. Because gotcha. this is not the level. I, this is not the area I recorded at, but that's fine.
3: I got gotcha. you. All right, cool. So, so, just saying, like, you, you've never seen this film before. Totally. Do you want me to go through that whole spiel again? No, no, it's just... It's interesting, because, like, you you missed it completely that time frame. How old were you when this movie came out? Just out of curiosity.
2: I was in high school, mid uh, mid to late high school.
3: Okay. All right. That makes a lot of sense, then. Yeah. Makes a lot of sense. All right. So, Francisco. there was no way I was going near this film, you that makes <laughs> sense. You, do, you yeah. want anybody to know who, like... <laughs> You actually snuck into the theater and you just like hid yourself. (laughs) So
4: unlike Paul, I was 11 when I saw this originally. And I remember me and my brothers would watch it several times. It didn't quite have the resonance resonance as Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles just because there were three ninjas – but there were four of us, so we sort of gravitated more toward the four Turtle Brothers instead
2: of that the makes three sense.
4: Ninja Brothers. And, I mean, oh, they're, both, they're all the
2: trailers for both, and I gravitated toward the Ninja Turtles too. So well, I guess you're cool, Paul. Anyway, no, I'm just saying there's there's more than just numbers here.
4: But the the turtles are teenagers; these sure.
2: kids are like tweens. So there is a difference. They're there. not tweens.
3: They're Aren't not they? even
2: tweens playing kids. No, they're like. Maybe one might be a tween. Yeah, I don't I know. I, I think, uh, like, uh, what's his name? Michael Trainer was like thir- uh, 12, playing 11. Really? Or 13
4: playing 12. Yeah, yeah. All right.
2: They look like nine and 10 to me. All right. Oh and, oh. and a six year old. You're getting old, Paul. We're, yeah, that's true. That's true.
3: <laughs> but i not 15, by the way. He's a grown man.
5: <laughs>
3: oh, <laughs>
4: that's weird. Okay, moving on. <laughs> I think Three Ninjas grew up enjoying it. I think it's going to be really nostalgic to watch it again. I, I imagine there's going to be moments that sort of fall flat and are just like, oh, okay. Um, but it's probably just a matter of, you know, the 80s, 90s goofiness that a lot of movies back then had. But I, I expect to enjoy it.
3: We'll see, though. All right, cool beans. All right, Brent uh, John, how about you, man?
0: some guy that i do the show with what about your opinion um i mean i'm going in like i saw this movie back on vhs in like 93 and i remember zero about it Mm -hmm. Uh, so i don't know if that means uh, that it should be Drek, or if just you know i was too young to remember anything about it but uh you know it, i i it's either going to be a forgettable movie or it's going to be trash so that's kind of where my expectations it doesn't are.
2: sound good either way
0: <laughs>
3: <laughs> <coughs> i got gotcha. you i got gotcha. you well for me uh like branson i watched this probably more times than i should have as a child um damara and i rented it often from the little uh video store in willard missouri and also from there was a little one in, in Ash Grove that we went to sometimes and uh, we loved it we did karate we did taekwondo at the time and so i just added to it and so i had a lot of fun uh with this movie as a kid i'm looking forward to watching it um from my memories of it because i don't think i've seen this probably since Maybe I was in high school the last time I saw this, oh, and man. I can see it being pretty kiddish um, in my memory. So I'm looking forward to enjoying it, the nostalgia. But it's not gonna be like the yeah, like I was when I was a t- like when I was ten. So that's, those are my expectations. Also, just uh, I did some quick uh, number crunching. The two uh, boys, Rocky and Colt, uh, they are roughly thirteen. Uh, and upper 12 when they did oh, so.
2: so they are teen to tweenagers interesting mm-hmm.
3: No, tum tum he's a kid yeah so alright cool beans well those, we have everything locked in let's go watch the film and when we come back we'll give our spoiler free conversation guys let's do this
2: dear listeners this is your opportunity to escape our crew has just entered
3: into the media projection chamber what horrors and madness that they consume are unknown their mental state upon their return is unknown. You have been warned. Well, that was a movie, ladies and gentlemen. Branson,
0: I want my 90 minutes back.
3: Uh, I want oh, sorry. <laughs> I, I want
4: fewer 90 minutes so I can see it again.
2: What? Yeah! Was, where was Ernie Ray's Jr.? I feel robbed. <laughs>
5: <laughs> <laughs>
4: oh, I do road. feel robbed that that wasn't ninjutsu. That was karate. So I don't know why they were calling them three ninjas, but whatever.
0: Bro, I, I if you want to go back to the Ernie Reyes Jr. fan cast, I can definitely go there with you. I am That's a whole new
3: podcast part of the Geek Twister Network.
0: <laughs>
4: I knew you were trying more.
2: But so this wasn't like the prequel to those, but there are like several movies, these kid ninja movies, right? Yes. Yes. Which I, I haven't seen any, and kid- I thought they were all related like the surf ninjas and kitten. No, ninjas, there are three ninjas back. that are
1: in the franchise that are sequels to this. Right. But Surf Ninjas is not part of it. No.
4: It's a separate
2: movie. It came after, but it's not a part of it. Yep. Yeah. What a missed opportunity. Yes. What? All right. <laughs>
3: let's get into our spoiler-free conversation right. about the film. So, so let's, uh, let's just uh, let's roll this out. What are you guys' thoughts on the spoiler-free? I,
0: I am 100% offended that Branson calls this a guilty pleasure but he bottom shelved best of the best <laughs> <laughs> I, I am offended down to my soul like <laughs> you hurt me on a spiritual level
1: <laughs> well so i haven't
4: seen best of the best oh sorry go ahead branson
1: well no 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 i was i was just saying there there are distinct differences between best of the best and this movie as to why I bottom shelved best of the best, but kept this one, but you got to get into the spoilery section for me to talk about that. I will say in general, what I appreciated about this movie is actually some of the same things we appreciated about surf ninjas. It's clean humor. Mm -hmm. It's I must've missed the humor part. You know what? Go, go what? go go what i was gonna say go shave Fan. your legs but that's a different podcast
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> by the way the gundam watch is also a podcast of the geek devotions
0: network so if you uh, want to hear what it sounds like when john cosplays at sailor moon go check that out
1: but wow. <laughs> it was it, it's a movie that i can watch with my kids because i watch it with my kids often right um, you know, and, and and we commented when we were talking about surf Ninjas that clean humor is so hard to come by nowadays. If if mm. if a movie is quote unquote clean, it's not humorous at all. Like it's not even trying to be funny; it's trying to teach a lesson.
4: Right. If it I don't to I, I laugh at all those Airbud movies. They're so <laughs> no. Never
5: mind. Okay. Well,
3: that, that brings an <laughs> interesting point. Francisco, as a as a father of young kids, did did you appreciate? The, the cleaner humor in this I know that your kids didn't necessarily watch it with you but I mean is that um, something you gravitate with this film or
4: I I wouldn't say that's why I come to this movie I think it's actually the the overall I like the I, I'll say this I think it's less edgy than 1990 Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles so if you really liked Ninja Turtles but you're like ah it's a bit too a bit too abrasive for younger kids, I think Three Ninjas is a good sort of, uh, it still has action, still has a family connection, still has those bonds. Um, but I wouldn't, I'd say it's as humorous as Ninja Trolls, I guess. And so I don't come to it for humor, but I think it's, it's a fun, uh, I I'd say it's a fun family action movie in, mm-hmm. a, in, a, in a sense, or at least martial arts action. It's not like explosions or anything, that type of action.
3: I mean that one did explode in the bathroom, but that's spoilers. <laughs> <laughs> Man. In multiple that's... ways. I'm just now thinking about that statement. Interesting.
2: There's a couple things you said there that made my head go, wait, what?
3: Because <laughs> was it you when you used the word funny,
2: funny, funny and fun? Because yeah. that's where he lost me too. Did you I say did it, it was
4: funny? I thought
2: I said it wasn't funny. I mean, it's fun. You it's fun. yeah, you said it's as funny as Ninja Turtles, and I it's two different kinds of humor. And and no, in Ninja Turtles I don't find funny. I don't well, I find it funnier it. than this film. There are
4: there are funny moments, just like there's in a lot of movies. They usually have a lighter lighter moments to it.
2: And you I'm said just... this was less abrasive. Yet one of the things that I found in this that is that there were more fight scenes than the average Ninja Turtle movie or any of the fight scene, or at least they and they lasted longer. In yeah, this. I like that so, too. I they like that fight too. I was surprised that, by that.
1: They were fight scenes in the way you you would have fight scenes in a Three Stooges movie. Yeah, what? they were fighting H- half of them. Yeah. No, I thought they were. They looked like legit
4: choreog- choreographed fight scenes. Yeah. The have you part. seen
1: the Three Stooges? Legit, poorly
0: choreograph- <laughs> choreographed fight scenes. I mean, See, I thought
3: they weren't poorly choreographed. I yeah,
0: they, I didn't there think there so was either. I thought there, were there, were there, was, there, was, there was there was a
1: there was a fight where literally his weapon was salad tongs, like. I mean, yeah, it was done well, but that wasn't meant to be taken seriously, Silent right? Times. Which part was that? I don't remember. was
3: like time right at the beginning of that. the movie, Francisco.
2: Yeah, he's like one of the first. In the- <laughs> are we venturing he
3: into spoilers? No. Yes,
4: sorry. I'm I, I'm flashing forward later on in the movie where they take those ship parts
3: and make
1: nunchucks. Oh, well, that that's a different part of the movie. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Okay. <laughs> We're getting into the spoiler section already. Some of the choreographing was was kind of like like the beginning when uh, the beginning of the film. There's a couple fight scenes that the choreography was really off, and I would say that even the fight scene at the end when there were every time there was a sword in play, the choreography was like super like oh hit here please yeah hit here please yeah. But then there were some points where it was like legitimate. Um, Some of the fight scenes where the boys were by themselves, they weren't necessarily hitting people, but they were just doing certain things. Those are like like legit. Uh, we called them kata's in a uh, mm-hmm. in taekwondo, um, but um, and I, I found out later, both the older boys in the film, they actually study martial arts. Yeah,
1: oh, really? yes. yeah, you can tell. Uh, and as a matter of fact, the guy that plays Colt, I think he's the only boy that you see in the future movies. The other two boys get replaced no. time and time again. There the,
4: is... Well, so I read this. What weird a waste! Thing. I couldn't figure out. So, yeah, you're right, Branson. I think Colt is the only one that continues yeah. on. The he's guy like who a plays black, black belt, not he? I think so. The guy who plays Rocky, though, who is the one I gravitated toward, um, he's in the Michael first Kennedy and third Rock. one and not the second one. He's recasting the second one, but apparently the second and third one were released out of order. But I don't know how you you were essentially then having to film two movies in a year to then release the second one third. So I'm not sure because it's like 93, 94, 95.
2: I don't know how that works. Did he get replaced what? by Ernie Race Jr.? Because that <laughs> no. <might have> <laughs> It would have
1: well, made John Ernie, Ernie Race Jr. looks too Cajun. Uh, oh my
0: gosh. <laughs> <laughs> Can I just say I was, and maybe maybe it was just me, but I was taken a ab- back by the subtly uh racist, racist appropriation that happened throughout this movie. How do you mean? Like,
2: like I the, was the 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 grandfather married a white woman and their daughter is not mixed. <laughs>
4: <laughs> <laughs> or at least doesn't present as mixed. I'll say that. Maybe uh, she's
0: adopted. The the over fetishization of Japanese culture and then getting all the nuances incorrect and wrong.
1: Oh, I it's didn't notice the nineties, early nineties at oh. that.
4: You know what? I forgot. We, we were supposed to be watching a documentary three ninjas. Oh wait, no, it's not that. <laughs> wait. Oh. So like that's a fair you mean opinion to have, by the way, John. I just feel like I just felt like
2: mocking it is all I. You're opinion, I think you're, you're your your opinion, opinion is fantastic. It's, it's terrible, but it's great. Is it because <laughs> they use the Mexican wrestling masks instead of Japanese masks? It, oh, was, I thought
4: those were kabuto. Uh, kabuto is that the right word? You're um, thinking of
0: you're thinking of kabuki, and no, kabuki, that was yeah. not kabuki. Um Well, they weren't. um uh uh, chu- uh Chucha, it definitely
3: played uh, hard into all the stereotypes of what people thought luchador. Japan was like they weren't luchador masks
2: i liked how the the their bathrobes matched the masks afterwards <laughs> <laughs> It's was like oh we could be ninjas and wear bathrobes instead okay yeah. no
4: see if you're gonna get if you're gonna like come down on something
2: yeah why not why ninjas come down on- wearing black in the why middle you, of the daylight yeah. in the well, in the forest i thought they're
4: supposed to disappear no like why aren't why aren't these three kid ninjas wearing black
1: why are you wearing stuff they were at, at the beginning be bright colored because that's where the power rangers angle comes in see
3: cuz toys know. yeah
2: <laughs> beak and so you could see them well on screen they pop out more yeah. that way
3: it's like the reason why the bad guy were red yeah because
1: he's the devil
3: (laughs) john do you have any other spoiler free thoughts
0: you don't i'm just gonna say it like there were moments throughout this movie where i'm just watching them and they're just saying this is how this culture is and like i'm as white as white is and i'm like bro this like i i i pulled muscles cringing at things during this movie and i I don't know, but you
1: also are very, very attracted to Japanese culture. You're learning to speak Japanese so you can watch anime without the subtitles. So you have a knowledge of Japanese culture that the average American does not. So I can see why you would, you would find that cringy, but the average American, especially in the early nineties, who just wanted to take their kids to a ninja movie because ninjas were cool. I mean, yeah.
0: Branson. Yes.
2: Yes. You're
0: saying that because you're
2: white.
1: Well, let me tell you
2: on Branson's defense, (laughs) ignorance is bliss. (laughs) Uh, Because I I,
0: I can, I can (laughs) promise you that any Asian American families who took their kids to watch this movie would have seen that. But see,
1: even with that qualification, Asian American, you're talking about people who already have a knowledge of the culture. Like I'd also like to ask, John, did you have an issue with surf ninjas
4: Appropriation?
0: Um, no, but that was because the the island that they were from was a fictitious island, so they could have said that the culture was whatever they wanted to and been. Did correct. they
4: did they say where where this was in the world that took place in Three Ninjas?
0: They, said that, their, they said that their grandfather was Japanese and mm-hmm. he was teaching them from their right. culture. Well,
4: here's the thing: Ninja is a Japanese thing, so Surf Ninjas are a right is uh. Taking a Japanese culture uh,
0: grasping bro. culture
4: thing, <laughs> I'm
1: not, well, I think so I'm gonna be fair. Ninja, is ninja isn't are, so. it, ninja isn't only two Japanese Chinese had ninja as well. Ninja oh, okay. was just All a right. a shadow warrior. Oh, Okay, I mean,
0: yeah, that's fair. Who I think in Japan ninja they're too?
3: mostly called shinobi. Mm-hmm. Is it's that like right, John? Yeah.
2: Yes. Yeah, they based it on a game, princess. Yes, that's what it was. Oh, it was I knew it. I knew it.
0: <laughs> they also spoke with a Cajun accent.
3: Yeah. <sighs> Lord nobi-ogi was like, oh, we should, what, there's this game. We'll call all those warriors Shinobis. Yeah, that's what we're going to do.
4: I oh guarantee. <laughs> <God>. <laughs> okay, so then given that, uh, if the casting was flipped, John and Ernie Reyes Jr. was in this movie, much to Paul's delight, and these three kids were in Surf Ninjas, you wouldn't have a problem with it because it's a completely fictional place?
0: Um, if these three kids were in Surf Ninjas, I would have had a problem with it because those kids couldn't act their way out of a paper bag. Okay. Well, that's not but- why I'm asking. In terms of <laughs> cultural true. appropriation, you wouldn't have had but an but issue. I wouldn't have had an issue. No. If, okay. if, the, if their grandfather was from made-up Asian land, I would mm-hmm. not
2: have cared.
1: But no, the, the grandfather, grandfather was made-up Asian, Asian land. Way. They just called it Japan. <laughs>
2: Like, yeah, it's, it's almost like this movie isn't a fantasy.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, what I mean is the the point is they leaned into the stereotypes. Mm. Like they didn't,
2: is that what's like all the way to when the boys were having dinner,
1: Tum Tum is, is pouring himself a giant bowl of white rice. I mean, they leaned heavy into the stereotype. Is that heavy?
4: That's what his grandfather probably has on hand to cook. Because I'm I'm just
1: saying that what they did,
3: like no Asians. And that's not not a stereotype. That's just life. Like (laughs) you just cook rice. Yeah. It's like, I got friends that are Mexican and I mean, they're cooking rice and they're cooking, you know, tacos and And you
0: you guys, I'm I, I'm going to be honest with you. This is a stance I know. Ne- I mean, you can talk to Dallas and Branson. This is a stance I never take with movies. Like, this is the first time. But I mean, this I'm is the first time you you're this taking film? this stance today. <laughs> that, like, like I am shocked that I was affected by this movie in the way that I was when it comes to appropriation. But all
2: right. It, it just hit you for it some just, reason. It
0: just hit me wrong. And I'm like, this is okay. this is bad. All right. You
5: just hate us. <laughs>
4: i wasn't affected that way but i can totally appreciate your your take,
1: yeah. over, john but I, I wasn't either but i readily admit that i have an ignorance of actual japanese culture so i, I
4: don't have an ignorance so
2: there you go I'll, <laughs> I'll admit i thought this movie was so dumb i didn't realize the the culture appropriation or the lack thereof
0: all right.
3: well, any other spoil free thoughts before we get into the spoiler section
0: that got um, a little bit more heated than our usual
3: episode I was like why are we going here
0: I'll, I'll <laughs> say much much
4: to uh, probably John's chagrin is I thought the kids were likable and I, I felt like they were three brothers I could totally see them as being three brothers like the two younger ones teasing the older mm-hmm. one I, I feel like that was a dynamic that was with me and my brothers so yeah. I, I totally felt like they worked well together they're they're You can, you can say the choreography and martial arts wasn't that great, but I feel like them as brothers, they certainly did a good job of that.
1: As a father of two boys, I can say that their portrayal of the way they interacted with each other was, was pretty spot on, Mm -hmm, Uh, mm -hmm. you know, the way they picked at each other, the way they got really mad at each other, but then would like protect each other, you know, exactly.
2: Yeah. Yeah. It was, you know,
1: what surprised me
2: is the, the, Emily, Rocky Loves Emily, played by Carrot Sergeant, And not that, oh, well, first of all, it's like, oh, this is the love interest? Okay. But as the film went on, it seemed like it was a natural relationship that they had with the neighbor. Like, she comes mm-hmm. in, talks yeah. with the mom. It didn't feel forced. It felt no. really natural, which yeah. is very unusual to see in films across the board, to have it that kind of that guy girl, you know, girl next door kind of relationship.
4: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I thought you this can tell there's, was surprisingly. They like each other, well but they don't say it so
3: much. Yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. and yeah. I,
1: I absolutely love the fact that it's obvious that Rocky likes Emily. Yeah, get a
3: spoiler con- bumper, guys. Ladies and gentlemen, the spoiler section.
2: Oh, hey, Celeste, welcome. Oh. Oh, you got to go. Oh, yeah. oh.
3: Well,
0: it's nice so having you.
2: You're telling me that Rocky <laughs> loves Emily.
4: Man, I was spoiled. Jeez. <laughs> well,
0: Wait, what? we're spoiled in the community thing.
1: That whole dynamic of I like this girl, but every time I talk to her, get close to her, people make fun of me, so I pretend like I don't. Mm-hmm. But then, it 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 very much was was endearing to me that that yeah. whole concept of. Branson, um, did
3: we do that to you in the BCM with Mandy?
1: No, I don't think so. Branson, Branson loves, 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 loves Mandy. I mean, if you want to say it, Mandy. Mandy. <laughs> Branson loves Mandy. We, we we've we've been in a romantic relationship
3: since for eighteen years. <laughs> he
1: admits it yesterday. Oh. <laughs> so,
2: well, congratulations. So, I bet they no, have they a can,
3: weird little. Canon string communication device at night, too. Oh, probably. <laughs> probably.
1: But now everything about that was endearing. Like, I, I love that. I love that. Like, like you said, Paul, it was very natural for him to have this attraction, but not want to admit he has the, the attraction. Right. It'd be a source of ridicule for him. But at the same time, I mean, as much as they made fun of him when he thought that she was in trouble, he got on his bike and rode back. I mean, he was going to take care of her. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. It was, it was
4: heartwarming. And I do like just while we're on this, uh, this sort of jumps around some, but I do enjoy, or I enjoyed the, the, the turn of phrase, how like with the basketball game and the bike, she's like, why are you showing off? Don't, don't be a show, show off. off. And then don't at the very end she says off. to him, show off as in <laughs> yeah. like, see what use your skills now. And I, I, I don't, in terms of male female dynamics, I'm not, sure how i feel about that i don't think the the, the movie was really making a stance on that um we could talk struggle. about that more later if you want but <laughs> I, I like for that moment i enjoyed it who's wearing the pants in the relationship you don't want to get i mean into not that? so much okay. that i mean okay fine you want to get into so, uh, so no i, I don't I think, I think of a movie like 300 where uh i've never well, seen it well fine this is toward the beginning you you know the whole part where this Leonidas. is this is sparta this is madness. Madness! This is Sparta, and he kicks him into the the well. It's in all the trailers. No.
5: Okay,
4: okay cool. well, spoiler. <laughs>
5: so the king
4: <laughs> of kicks the guy into a well. <laughs> kicks this guy into a well, but before he does, he knows if he does it, it's going to essentially thrust Sparta war. into war with Persia. But he looks to his wife, who's the queen, and she sort of gives him the nod, and then he she goes says, back show and, off and does it. <laughs> yeah, she says show <laughs> off. But so there's, I think there's this element of their unit and they're communicating together. They're like, are we on the same page here? Um, I think it can be taken as like, she, she, yeah, she wears the pants or whatever. I think it's not that, though. I think it's more of a, they're a cohesive She's unit. She's trying too. to, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Trying anyway, to help immature. It's self. a healthy yeah.
1: relationship. Exactly, yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah.
4: So. Go so see 300, maybe. Content what
2: I, What I personally didn't like that I was shocked is mm. you guys talked about the humor. I thought it was so can so oh really and oh, yes. got, like example when the like the at the beginning when the grandpa goes up the tree and he says
4: Don't climb a tree that's full of thorns. Oh
2: <laughs> that's hilarious. Let's all laugh.
5: <laughs> oh
4: come oh,
2: on, oh, it's oh. a
5: joke.
1: <laughs> but that was hilarious. It was you know, funny it was, no first it of all, wasn't. trees don't have
2: thorns. And second of all, it's not funny. I'm gonna look this up.
4: Do trees have thorns? Because then
1: pushes. It doesn't matter if whether they them. have thorns or not. The humor, the humor is he's having this terrible. S- the humor ter- is terrible. It's, it's he's having this serious conversation with the boys, and then it's the unexpected of rule number two: never climb a tree with thorns. Ow, oh, it, it's unexpected. It it's it's, it's terrible. Terrible yeah. trees are going ask a question. Thorns. Let me have no, a question. Tree...
4: What's-
2: the thorn. Okay. Let's see. The let's horn, say I'll give you the benefit tree. of the doubt. The tr- let's say the tree has thorns. It's still not funny.
3: Okay. Let me ask this: What is the difference between campy and forced humor? In your definition,
2: when I maybe it's the forced laugh track. I don't know. That I will agree with. You should
4: let the audience laugh to the moment, not the. Not hey, we're laughing, so now's the time to laugh, guys.
1: Okay. Was there a laugh track in the movie though? Well the kids no, but the kids are
2: laughing. Now. Because so the kids, kids thought it was
1: funny. No, the kids in thought in there was a character in there to tell
2: the audience, hey, this is funny. I will say not. their laugh didn't sound all that
1: genuine. Like they're no. really like tickled by okay, that. Okay, well it's then not that's bad acting though, but that's not I mean, but there were other moments where it's like it this is
2: like clearly supposed to like, be a felt joke. Like a, it felt like a moment not. that
3: came from a kids' movie, a kids' mo- yeah, like, like half the action, half the stuff took place. It felt like it felt like high higher production quality versions of Power Rangers.
0: Dallas, yeah. let me let me let me ask you this then, because you huh. you are bringing it down to like oh, this was intended for kids. When <sighs> when we when you is it when you review a movie, are you? Are you supposed to review it as yourself or from the mind frame of the intended audience? Which is the more honest
2: review? Oh, here we go. Now we're going. Another
3: now we well, deeper. and this is, becomes an interesting conversation point of how people look at things and review stuff as a whole, because there are people really? who will review something and they'll imprint meaning that was never meant to be there, and right. that becomes a whole nother discussion point also. I try to have grace for what it's for. Is there, are so, we going
2: back to the racism again? <laughs> no. <laughs> no, but like
3: I I'll sit there and go, this is I'll I'll be honest, like, okay, uh, you know, this was, you know, not good here, but for a kid, yeah, this is good. This is solid. And maybe that's just a natural instinct for me as someone who in the position I am where I'm being asked by parents on a regular basis, hey, what do you think about this? Well, it's not great, but for a kid, for a family, it's fine, it's passable. you pop you might have some enjoyment at the moment for this because of XYZ reasons um and then it'd be at times i'm like it's a great movie but don't show little johnny because little johnny doesn't need to have nightmares about you know xyz about little leprechauns or whatever and so
2: are, are, are you getting the area of, of like say a muppet movie where it's supposed to be looking at like hey everybody knows these are puppets but you're supposed to engage in the story as if they're not
3: yeah basically i mean
0: well and here here's my thought to counter that um I get that this was made for kids, but the problem is, is so was surf ninjas.
2: And, and so it was home alone that it's been referred to many times. And I, I thought the humor there was not forced, you know, to, right. to bring back what it, I was saying it's earlier. Like, it,
0: it may be made for kids, but in the same sense, it's just like, I would rather my kids watch something that's, a better quality of mm. script or production mm. rather than just, Hey, this was made for kids. Let me just throw it out because, and and, and it may, it may be just because of how I was raised where my parents ki- uh, kind of curated what mm. I watched. Cause like I, back in the day, I totally wanted to watch an American tale to Fievel goes West. Oh yeah. But my as dad, you should, but my dad was like, With no, that's that's going to be eye. a tray. Um, and, and he, 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 and it, it kind of taught me to have a little bit of, uh, more discernment as far as what I watch it in, in, as far as quality, I guess. I don't know. Like I'm, I'm trying hard not to dump on this out of respect to Branson because Branson, <laughs> I know this, this movie holds a special spot for Branson, but
2: it's like if Branson weren't here. Let's say his, his, uh, his earbuds or his headphones go on mute for five seconds or so. What would you say? I would say that
0: the, the problem with reviewing this and saying it's okay for kids is that, okay, well, there are other movies that were made like this that were okay for kids, but didn't treat kids like they were brain dead idiots by ham fisting jokes in there that are out of place or appropriating legitimate cultures that are a real thing or, you know, it's just, I guess my issue is that this movie feels to me like it was trying to capitalize on a cinematic phenomenon more, the more so than they were trying to put something out that was of decent quality.
2: I would say that's true too, but not because of the culture appropriation, but just because of the well, I was going to, I was going to save this for my final review, but I'll just go ahead and say it now. It seems like I think a director can really set the tone. And with this, it seems it's much, some of the characters are way over the top in reality. Um, if you had a, a different director that, that kept it a little more grounded, it's kind of like what I say in some things, it doesn't take itself seriously. Like, the movie Clue is a comedy, but it takes itself seriously. The characters believe some parts may be a little bit over the top, but in those scenarios, those characters really feel grounded. I don't know what this means. One plus two
4: plus two plus one. Oh, jeez okay. Paul.
2: But in this kind of, but sorry, but in this kind of a scenario, it, it is it doesn't take itself seriously so characters are over the top it's almost cartoonish and and if it if it's not going to take itself seriously then i'm not going to take it seriously and
1: it well, it's interesting that you said that that it's almost cartoonish because i saw this when i was a kid and it felt like a cartoon i watch it with my boys they like cartoons it feels like a cartoon but even as an adult i enjoy cartoons. I will sit down and watch the mess out of Looney Tunes or Tom and Jerry or something like that. So, this whole thing about is it funny or is it not funny? I guess that's a question that really is answered by the individual audience because when I sit down and watch this movie, I'm laughing. My kids are laughing. My wife is laughing. We're having a great time. Mm -hmm. Whereas I've seen other movies that are supposed to be funny and I'm just like, I don't get it. Uh, Case in point, the movie loser I think was the name of it it came out years ago yeah. it was about a guy who it was about a guy who went to college and he grew up on the farm and he goes to a big city college and sees big city life and oh son-in-law with Short. <laughs> it, it's 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 like son-in-law but the the son goes off instead of the daughter oh, okay but it was billed as this hilarious movie and we all went to it expecting it to be a comedy I didn't like it yeah. because the jokes in there. That basically took this innocent guy who had never been to the city and made him the butt of every joke. Mm. And because I identified with that innocent guy, yeah. I felt like I was being made fun of the entire movie.
2: And therefore, so, you were the loser. You spent yeah. your money. So I and didn't they think it was you.
1: funny. Now, the people yeah. I were there with, they laughed and laughed and thought it was great and all that. And I'm sitting here thinking, I'm just not connecting with this. This isn't so, funny to me. Said, are you saying there's for-
2: different strokes for different folks, and yes. you can't please everybody? And some people are going to like it, and some people aren't.
1: Yes. Oh,
0: okay. I, th- I, I think I think the only thing from Loser that I remember is the weedest song, "Teenage Dirtbag." <laughs> yeah. Um, I think I think after after listening to Paul kind of talk about it, I think what ultimately what's what's being described that paul and i are picking up on a little bit more than uh, the others here Uh, and i i might be speaking out of hand and if i am i apologize but to me what it sounds like is that paul and i are noticing that somebody on the top echelon of this movie be it the director or the writer did not legitimately care about this about this movie it was just a job and that and that someone in charge was just treating this as a job rather than something worth doing well and i mm. think that that's what's hitting me wrong about this movie
2: no one's going to sundance or the
0: academy with this well but, I, but I'm, know, not, I'm not
2: expecting that from a from a kid's movie i mean obviously right.
0: i i enjoyed surf ninjas
2: i I'm, I'm not expecting that either from let's say home alone but yet so many people compared it to this and the right and, but i and i i it's they it wishes in a lot of times. I
1: think I think the comparison to Home Alone is because there's the big scene where they use the house as a yeah. gauntlet booby trap.
2: Which okay, those three kidnappers, I was legitimately more interested in them than the main villain in oh. this. like Paul. <laughs> no I'm I'm with Paul on
4: this one. Like I, I was I will say I like them. I enjoyed them. I actually felt a little bad that they got so brutalized by the kids. Yeah. But at the same time by that same token, they're doing a bad thing. They should be. They should have consequences for that. Yes, but,
2: but the actors in that—they played the characters. The the yeah, head yeah. guy and his henchmen, minus the the big guy. Where are you were, talking?
4: About, are you talking about the the I, lead Snyder? Now, are you yeah, talking about him?
2: Snyder. Oh. And then he had like this accountant that was like way over the top. Like, oh, don't. Yeah. don't those guys were way over the top yes well he's hard going to
4: be terry silver paul so what do you want from but
2: that is hard to do when compared to those three kidnappers i mean that so they, anyway.
0: two, two questions based off of what things paul just brought up um did anybody else think that the main bad guy in this movie looked like the unholy love child of leave schreiber and uh steven seagull Sure. <laughs> no, I thought he was trying to be Terry Silver from Karate Kid 3.
4: I thought it was just supposed to be his tall martial arts ponytail, slick back hair. It seemed like he is just going for that look. That's all okay. I watched.
1: All the 90s villains. Rich had guy. Back hair, Killing yes, weapons. Pants. And a little bitty ponytail in the back. Yeah. That was it's like exactly. the actor who played.
2: Jerry Silver was no, much more no. grounded, oh, even yeah, though he absolutely. was supposed to be a guy playing
1: a guy Coke on cocaine. Yes,
2: was more
0: grounded than this guy. The other, the other question I had was the the Fester guy, the leader of the three surf
4: assassins,
0: dude. dude. Yeah, uh, <laughs> played by was, Patrick Labarito. I think was he that was he the older brother on the Wonder Years? No, no, no. that's
2: Butthead. Sorry. That's uh, um, that's what he called him on Wonder Years. Kevin called him. Uh, uh, or he said, what do you... Anyway. No, I know so. who you're talking about. I'll, I'll, no, I'll he, he's the that. kid in Back to the Future that says, wow, you must yeah. be rich. Or he's the guy in Pee-wee's Big Adventure who actually has the bike on the TV set. The kid that says that actually has his bike.
3: Anyway. He was in Adventures in Dinosaur City. That's uh, Jason Hervey, I believe, is yeah. who you're thinking of. And Patrick...
2: His- no, go ahead. Go ahead.
0: Oh, just for some reason, he—I I kept thinking that he was the—he played Wayne on the Wonder Years. I yeah, I, just, I kept seeing it, and I'm like, it's a brown-haired Wayne. <laughs> I, I, I'm looking Dude. at I'm looking at adult pictures of the three of them right now, and it's disturbing.
2: It's they're different. They're totally different looking.
4: Um, I I just. Uh, just to maybe put a pin or close up or use whatever (laughs) game you like, uh, the whole funny, not funny thing. Um, Paul, do you think it would have been more funny if everything was more over the top like a Looney Tunes? Okay, so more subdued would have been better. Yeah. I almost feel like, so I believe John Turletaub, I think you said produced in the beginning, uh, Dallas, but I think he also directed. Uh, National Treasure, and I realized mm-hmm. National Treasure they had the one guy that was the 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 like um what do you call him the 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 plucky comic relief, mm-hmm. That's borrow a line from Galaxy Quest. He was the guy that did all most of the humor and most of the jokes. Yeah. I wonder if yeah. you had. That type of character may pick one of the kids to be that, and the other two played it a lot more serious. That would have been maybe. more interesting.
2: But this is the guy who did Cool Runnings, which I thought was great. He also did While You Were Sleeping, which was my favorite romantic comedy of the time. Like, mm-hmm. and those movies, especially While You Were Sleeping, that is much more grounded than this. This, this, the, to, to say, to repeat what John was saying, this feels like just like he was cashing in a paycheck for that to I, me. Know, I, I feel
4: yeah. like it could have come off a lot more I want to say insincere or just a lot more thoughtless like like an Airbud sequel like I was teasing about before right. or or so best, I of the add best this in here or something I've been
3: doing some Googling and the target audience for Home Alone which everyone is kind of related to is supposed it's to be fair. meant for young families millennials sure. but it that's was that's the direction
2: to be like they should have went with this. More as like well.
3: 13 and up type of the mindset. This was meant for kids 10 and under.
1: Yeah. No, this was meant it, for
3: kids 5 and under. Sorry, not Branson. Five and
1: under. <laughs> hey, I'll own it. Whatever. <laughs> so. But I, to be free. F-
2: yeah. All right.
1: But, so. but no, I see that because if you look at Home Alone, some of the humor was a little more grown up.
4: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, seriously, I think the only comparison to Home Alone is the fact that they have booby traps in the house. Yeah. Like that. Mm-hmm. that was... That is the connection. Because I I, I, Dallas, now that you said that, that makes sense. Home Alone was intended for a slightly older audience because they have references to things. It's it's almost like wish fulfillment for the viewer. Hey, remember when you wished your parents would just go away? This is all the stuff you could have done. And and some of the things that Kevin McAllister wants to do feels very, I'm a kid pretending to be a grown-up. You're making
2: me want to watch Home Alone.
1: (laughs) Whereas Three Ninjas it's a no, we want you to bring your eight year old to this and everyone mm-hmm. have a good time. And as a parent, I can say that part of the enjoyment of a movie that you bring your kids to is if your kids actually enjoy the movie. This is true. Um, you know, no, that's not always the case. Sometimes I was about to say, you, your you've kids, never- <laughs> sometimes your kids love the movie and you as a parent, hate it. My poor parents, took me to see Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, the movie, and they fell asleep. I was riveted. I could not peel my eyes away from the screen. It was awesome. They fell asleep. But like I said, every time I watch this, I usually watch it with my sons. They love it. They think it's hilarious. And seeing them laugh, seeing them giggle, seeing them think it's funny when bad guys get kicked in the crotch or with, you know, whatever, it, it makes it enjoyable for me. Branson, um, it
2: sounds like you enjoy watching your kids more than you enjoy watching this movie.
1: <laughs> no, no. I mean, I enjoy watching it with them. But I, like I said, I enjoy watching it by myself. I would have watched it by myself for this had my kids not wanted to watch it. Mm-hmm. And maybe I, it's I just understand. my sense of humor. Maybe it's just the way I'm wired. But I... I I don't expect a lot of highbrow humor here. I mean, I realized it's very slapstick. It's like I said earlier, it's very three stooges. Yeah. But that doesn't detract from it for me. Mm. I I'd appreciate it because of that. Just mm-hmm. like I would appreciate the three stooges, you know, I, I want yeah, see, to
2: see part of my problem. This is my first view as an adult. So I'm bringing a lot of weight with that. And I didn't yeah. know I was coming into a Three Stooges movie. It's better to know you're going into a Three Stooges movie if you knowing that. But I actually yeah. get that.
1: I, th- I think I would have appreciated Surf Ninjas more had I seen it as a kid first. Though sure. I still liked it well enough. But I, and I think I made that comment uh, on that show is that if I had seen it as an eight-year-old kid instead of as an adult, I probably would have enjoyed it even more. And there would have been a nostalgia level.
4: right? You know. Here's, here's the interesting thing with that. I don't like Three Stooges as all, but I did like this movie in a lot of ways. Like I thought I didn't think it was super funny, but I liked the dramatic and action elements of it. I sort of hinted at that, that before. Except when we get to this basketball scene, how <laughs> in the world do they equate being good at a martial art as equating to being good at at the sports of basketball. Plus, what's with the kids' humors of like we'll spot you nine points? No, you don't spot them any points and you crush them. That should the be the ninja way. You crush it, your enemies, very,
0: you drive them before the, you, here we and go. you, you see to before you you hear the language of your women. And their women.
4: Exactly. See? It's the, the best 90s, things in life no. are
0: free.
5: Well, well,
4: okay, in what the 90s, about the nineties
1: means you spot them nine points? In the nineties, if you were proficient at martial arts, you were automatically good at everything.
4: No, okay, that's fine. Why are you spying nine
1: points, though? <laughs>
2: Francisco, yes. you're, you're bringing logic into this. Exactly. Yes.
1: <laughs> it, it's it, it, it's to touch on that, answers. that is another part of the charm of this movie is that right. it is the ultimate 90s movie. Like, if you think about major yes, parts, man. I saw, obviously, Ninja Turtles is in there. We've already mm-hmm. talked about Home Alone. Uh, E.T., the the whole scene where they're riding around on bikes I was getting oh, E.T. vibes there. Uh, I can see that. Uh, the basketball I don't I don't know if this movie came out before Space Jam or after, but think before, basketball was well like before. the sport. Basketball. Yeah, Michael was Jordan the sport. had a, what a number forty
2: four in their yeah. poster or something. It was weird. I was like, who is that? Branson. Yes. I,
0: I I'm going to say it doesn't sound like you're describing the ultimate nineties movie, or it sounds like you're describing a movie that reminds you of movies that I like better.
1: Fair okay. But that's the point is that they have little nods from all of those movies mixed into this bill and Ted's excellent adventure. That was the other one I was trying Dude. to
2: Dude, <laughs> <laughs> I will agree because with of... you that. Oh, oh, wait, before I do that, I'll let John speak, but
0: here's here, here's, here's the thought process to that though. Um, you know, it, it it's not organic at all the way they go about asserting that in there. It, it's like it's like watching Family Guy where they're like, "Hey, you remember that one time?" and they just cram in a bit that has nothing to do with the actual story that they're telling.
1: Well, and people think Family Guy is funny. I mean, they're they're just right.
4: so I mean, they didn't just like shove in a basketball scene out of the nowhere. They're at recess at school, so
0: yeah, playing basketball, but- so. First of all, two of those kids were too old to be at a school that had recess. Uh, second of all, the basketball scene had nothing to do with the movie.
2: they well, established the bike that that was like the beer, that was like the C or D story. I don't critical. think you needed
4: that. I will agree, take that out of the movie, the whole the whole basketball thing with the bullies and stuff. And I don't think you need
2: any of that stolen. at all. But um that's how you get parents involved. Bikes being stolen. Come on. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm, exactly. Got to be careful with that. <laughs> I
1: mean, but yeah. I think, th- I think the point, though, was, like I said, in the 90s, the idea was if you're proficient in martial arts, you're good at everything. So they were looking for a way for them to showcase their skills in a way that wasn't ninja. It's OK. These guys are going to be ninjas throughout the whole movie. Let's just for a little bit have them do something else. It's yeah, like yeah, at the beginning of the Power did.
2: Rangers movie when they were uh skydiving and then they were like exactly. skating and and rollerblading yeah. afterwards. Yeah. Let's
1: let's show these kids doing something besides what we came to see them do. Just right. for a second to make them look normal. <laughs> hey, hey everybody,
0: you know how you paid, you know how you paid an amazing price for these movie tickets to watch these kids be ninjas? Here's a basketball game. Back then yeah. you weren't
4: paying that high a price for movie tickets, but okay. You need to adjust and- for inflation, sir. Why?
2: And I will, I will agree with Branson and a little bit of Francisco with the, the logic. There is a charm to it that I enjoyed. Um, any movie that has uh, this kind of logic. We should run. We should hide. We should kick their butts. I mean, that's yes. just fun. <laughs> I <laughs> love like, that. That
0: is great. <laughs> yes. No, I've seen Goonies already. I don't need to see I- it.
2: I, I enjoy that aspect oh, i will i i can get on board with that there, there it does hold on what it is there is there.
0: dallas alexander mora what did you just say into the microphone i thought it was marshall pandamora <laughs> i make up middle names for people when i'm mad Goonies
3: uh, was boring
0: did you see it as a kid
3: yep
2: you're
0: thought, the first <laughs> thought goonies was boring
3: yep by the way um Calculate for inflation and movie tickets today, back then, $10.89 um, is what you pay for today for a movie ticket for back in 92. I'm confused.
4: So, based on what you would have paid back in <laughs> 1982, if you the were $3 paying for, dollars that for today, a movie
0: ticket back in 92
4: is worth about- $10 today. Okay, yes. got it.
2: Okay, so, thanks. basically, 50 $5. bucks to bring your family, and if you want snacks, it's $100 more.
4: So, don't yeah. pay for <laughs> snacks. I know, and don't I'm bring doing, snacks. I'm not condoning you bring snacks. Just don't. You don't have to eat at the theater. So just don't <laughs> eat. Just watch the movie.
0: I when, <laughs> I when I go to the theater, I prefer to get their reservoir sized soda. That's oh cool. yeah. If I, I don't go just, to the
2: bathroom twenty times during the movie, <laughs> no, dude. I've, I've I've got a bladder. I've got a
0: bladder like a indestructible tire, man. I, oh I, no. <laughs> but no, I, I. That's if I don't have to pee by the end of the movie, it's uh, I did something wrong. That like that's the only reason to buy anything at a movie theater is to get the reservoir
2: size soda. Okay. Without can you get, ice. Can't get yeah. Yeah, oh, I like seven 11. It down. Do what, Francisco?
4: What? I just said, can't you get like a 64 ounce or something at 7 Eleven for a cheaper? Yeah, price? but try sneaking that in the theater.
0: Yeah, you oh, literally just I, got done saying don't smuggle it in. No, I <laughs> thought
4: you were saying the whole reason to go to the movies is to get the big drink. I'm like, no. you can get a big drink. Other places for cheaper. I thought that's yeah, what he, he's say. saying. Your if you're going to get at snacks
1: at the movie, go ahead and get the big one.
2: Oh, like if you're nice.
1: already going to spend an arm and a leg to oh. get it, you might as well get the most expensive Go thing big
2: there. or go home. Nice.
0: I Which know. I can't
1: say I disagree with the logic. I don't always have the money to have that kind of logic, but I understand the thought if process.
0: I can't sw- if I can't swim in my drink, I don't want it, is the point I make.
1: I like
2: how John is more fascinated by the snacks in the movie, or at least this movie. <laughs> <laughs> that's because I had fun with the snacks.
0: Yeah. Wow. All right.
4: (laughs) 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 No, I didn't have fun with this dad character. Jeez Louise. What? He's like, no, you can't, you can't learn martial arts. Oh, oh, you, you just, uh, were kidnapped because of your martial arts and the grandpa that taught you martial arts and, but because you use those martial arts in a limited way to get out of this, even though you didn't truly escape on your own. Yes. You can keep learning martial arts. What?
1: Once because again, dad. 90s trope. You have you the so- overprotective, hard-butt dad who won't let the kid do the thing that is vitally important to his or her life. Okay. And by the end of the movie, the heart softens. That is I understand so many other coming-of-age 90s movies. But
4: it softens way too hard. You're talking about like a, his heart groove 10 sizes. I feel like it should have been like, man, I really am conflicted about him. It seems really dangerous and-
0: I'm okay. if okay. Someone no.
1: kidnaps my children, mm-hmm. and then another guy comes up and says, "I have the skills to go get them." I'd be like, "Why are you still here? Go no, get no, them!" No,
4: no, no, no. I'm not talking about <laughs> the grandpa. I'm saying I'm not. I'm not saying that. I'm like, "Why is he so dead set against them learning martial arts and being with their grandpa?" And then all of a sudden, oh. it's a 180 to being. Oh yeah, go do it. I, I feel like there should, they should have made a 90-degree turn or something oh, well sure I'm fine if you need to have that trope of, oh, man, I don't want them learning that stuff to, Francisco. oh, I see why you need to learn that stuff. But they just made it too wild of a swing. That's that what would I require
2: would... the dad to act.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, Fair point, Paul. Fair I'm, point. I'm, I'm, I'm going to throw it out there that I, I, the way that the dad was in this movie came across to me like he had issues, not so much with anything else other than just the grandpa.
2: Yeah. Like it, another racist.
0: Yes. Thank you.
2: <laughs> wow. I, I, I saw this movie. I did not way, catch bet. any racism,
4: but I, all right. <laughs> yeah. I feel like he just didn't like, maybe he didn't. I would imagine he didn't like it because he knew that the grandpa was involved with this criminal.
3: I, I can see that. That's what I got from it.
0: I am yeah. convinced that the only reason why the dad married the mom in this movie is because she didn't, she didn't exhibit her Asian heritage in how. Oh.
3: Oh. I just feel like you're like reading way too much into <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah. We talked about earlier where people are putting Intent? They're putting in meaning that never existed in the Wait, original. Is this it's so weird to me because I
0: don't do this normally but for some reason this movie offended me on this level so no, bad.
1: I know Can what, what it is. Move. John is subconsciously still offended that I bottom shelved best of the best, and so he's like, "That gonna, <laughs> no! I am gonna dump on Three Ninjas." This is vintage. just to get back at him. There's no, is, is, yes. there's
0: no vindication in 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 what I'm doing here. Like, legitimately, I am just as surprised as everybody else that this movie bothered me the way that it did, but it did, and I would be, I would be dishonest if I didn't say it. Okay.
3: Do you understand the word? <laughs> Also, also mouth <laughs> What?
5: <laughs> oh, gosh.
3: Oh, my gosh. All right. Well, any other things you guys want to talk about before we give our final rating? Let me look here. Maybe. I
2: have one thing.
3: <laughs> okay. No, I don't. <laughs> I got someone to add to it. I did appreciate some of the scenes where from uh, a cinematography way where uh, they were trying to show people w- were lording over the kids, like the boys. Oh, yeah. So there's a shot that was like, like shot right up on below. top of them that made the kids feel small. And then when the um, the babysitter showed up at the same time, those dramatic angles. I yeah. appreciated that, like just from mm-hmm. a technical standpoint.
2: Dude, best cin- for cinematography. The best shot was when the uh, the pizza delivery guys they put it in the they <laughs> yeah, put the pizza <laughs> at the. The babysitter. That was fun.
4: <laughs> Here, Here's a question that I had. Maybe you guys could elucidate me. Why did all the bad guy ninjas have goggles I, to protect their eyes since
2: I was a child? It's to protect their eyes from those powder bombs that they made.
4: I mean, I guess that may, that's pretty smart, actually. They're that's thinking
2: the, fourth
0: the dimensionally, reason. though. I, I, I would be willing to bet that it was probably something that, that was more of a SAG thing. Uh, then why no, don't I they have deal- that
4: for all other movies?
2: I, I would thought they kids just were was trying to differentiate themselves. But the Maybe
4: kids wearing the goggles. You couldn't also, tell if or not. You never saw me get
3: stabbed, for Francisco. You never saw me actually get hit with heart with anything dangerous necessarily. Except and you never saw somebody get shot.
2: No, okay, except the when the, the the grandfather when he first appears on the boat. And the kids think they're coming after him. He throws the knife, and it goes right into the ninja guy behind him, and basically kills the ninja guy. There's one yeah. where they use the weapon, and yeah, then yeah. yeah, and then the bad guy got shot in the shoulder in the end. But I mean, even sorry Batman killed you. somebody in his movie. So Batman always kills ever anybody, somebody in it all his movies. So. I, yeah, I think it's the animated
4: series that created the idea that Batman doesn't kill.
1: I think so. Yeah and that was specifically because it was geared towards kids i actually read that somewhere exactly. yeah yeah that, you know because this is for kids batman's never going to kill anybody
4: yeah but even in and the 89 batman he kills a whole bunch of even the Jokers.
2: 66 batman they killed he wait, killed wait, wait, those wait, wait. Uh, disintegrated I have, guys when he sneezed exactly, on some yes. of them wait <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. I
0: have i have i have the entire nightfall series like all all three all three uh, omnibus of the nightfall nice. series nice i was <laughs> Um, I w- and Batman was very emphatic, especially when uh, uh Asriel takes over the mantle. Yes, he was very emphatic. I don't kill, and Asriel's stance was I do. So right. it's like, and that it was, was something-
4: bef-
0: that was before the animated series.
4: Well, Paul said in the movies though he's always killing. And yeah. I think that is for the, the most the, part. The, the movie game.
1: Batman has always killed someone, except for uh, Mask of the Phantasm. Because it was based off the animated series. Boring. Shut your Cajun mouth. Hey, you he it is you boring?
4: It is the most boring Batman animated series ever? Uh-huh. Is,
1: there an
4: is, is there an ejector seat? I am now French.
1: Is there an ejector seat? We need to put him back in the carbonite ship thing. Okay. <laughs> I'm I'm I am sorry. Once I'm
4: frozen, I am forever unfrozen.
1: This is now the. Ah! This is now the Mutiny Against Captain Francisco podcast. What we do you were-
4: have against me? I like three ninjas.
1: Okay. All right.
0: Uh, anyway. <laughs> Dallas, why don't you drive us home unless you got something else to say?
3: Um, Mask of the Phantasm was awesome. Except it wasn't. Batman's no killing <laughs> role came into effect in Batman issue four. And went out
4: with a Tim Burton movie and and the 66 series. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like Paul. Yeah.
3: That's where the rule came from was back in issue four Batman. That being said, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to go through our final ratings of this film, uh, which boy, howdy. Looks like there's some (laughs) strong opinions happening here in this room. Um, (laughs) Um, so if you guys are unfamiliar with our rating system we have a system of top middle and bottom shelf All right. and so top shelf means i need to own this movie on dvd blu-ray streaming rights whatever it is you need to this is a desire deep in your soul you need to have this film then you have middle shelf which may maybe if it's on streaming you might watch it you know you know something there you're like oh, okay watch it. some nostalgia feelings then you got bottom shelf which is uh Probably won't ever watch this movie ever again. You know, it's there. It's a bad movie. Just not worth watching. And then we have Dumpster Fire, which means I will actively try to keep people from watching this movie ever again. And to our knowledge, no film has ever gone into the Dumpster Fire. What does it take to get the Dumpster Fire rating? Is it a majority
2: or a unanimous vote?
3: Majority. It's it's everyone's individual vote. And so, by the end of this, at the end of this podcast, the majority vote equals out to be what we're doing.
2: Okay. No, and majority has yet to create a dumpster fire.
3: Allegedly, no, they Allegedly. disappear. We movies they, they that go dis- to the dumpster
1: fire the, are the, erased from memory. the oh. The
3: running
0: the running narrative is that if it goes
2: in the dumpster fire, it's removed from time. The time gotcha. Space. So we wouldn't remember if we put something in the dumpster yeah. fire. Yeah. Exactly. Like,
1: supposedly, there is an ancient legend that said there was this movie called Avatar. Oh, no, 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 I'm last... sorry. No, no. A movie called The Last Airbender. Supposedly. That supposedly was put in the dumpster fire. I have yet to find any evidence that such a movie existed.
3: I know there's a so, Netflix coming out. I don't know what that is. So, so you
1: record your episode, and then if it gets dumpster
4: fire, you won't release the episode.
3: Well,
1: <laughs> that's never been an issue because every episode we've released, that movie has never been in the dumpster fire. Uh huh. Francisco, I'm, I'm, I don't show up on your show and pull apart your shows. I'm logic. just
0: curious
4: how committed you are to this bit. That's all. I'm. <laughs> that's all. I'm trying to <laughs> just out.
3: Well, I'm curious, Love Francisco, it. what your rating is. Well, my rating.
5: this dude up! Oh, yeah.
3: <laughs> that's right. <laughs> I'm gonna have to,
4: unfortunately, kick this movie. In the crotch so as to launch it up to the top shelf. Oh wow. wow. Now I will say it's sort of like in the dusty end of the top shelf where most people don't get to because all the new releases are out. So they usually stop there. But it's 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 on the top there. It's just it's just no one goes that far on the in the store.
3: Norse. All right. Yeah. I respect like,
4: and that's to just say I wouldn't be my next buy, but at some point I would like to buy this movie
3: for sure. I get that. I respect that. Mr. Paul J. Powers. Dot com.
2: Dot com. What yes. What
3: is your final rating?
2: Well, um, while Rocky, I think, had the best moves, I'm going to go ahead and quote Colt, who I think was the better actor of the two here, mm-hmm. when he says...
5: you pretty good.
2: Not... <laughs> 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 um... I honestly would have loved this film if I saw it at the age of five, mm-hmm. but I didn't <laughs> and I'm not five and it's hard. I can see some people there. There's a bit of nostalgia there. Like if I had saw it as a kid and enjoyed it, I would have nostalgic feelings. I'm for very it. nostalgic for this. I will not. be right. in, I will not. But, in but in I don't. Way. And I, I don't think I ever purposely put this on again. So for me, it's going to go in the bottom shelf. Because I still liked it, I still I thought there were moments that I thought were were cool for you know, age five. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so bottom shelf
3: for me. All right, cool beans. All right, Redman John, what's your thoughts? Top shelf, great. Branson, what's your?
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay, Kevin, I didn't know we were borrowing jokes from people. Um, okay, so I came in to this review expecting to give this movie a bottom shelf. Oh, um, after talking about it for a while and really putting some thought into it, I have changed my expected rating and it's going to go in the dumpster fire. Yeah. Like, I saw that coming. Like talking, <laughs> talking about this movie has made me hate this movie. even <laughs> um, It's
2: turning his room red. If you could see it now,
0: <laughs> <laughs> like, I I was offended by this movie on so many different levels and I just, and Branson, I'm like, I said, I was trying to keep myself from dumping on this movie for, for this review because I just out of respect for where you're at with this. And, and I, I can, I can honor that, but like, on, if you break it down to the our rating reviews, where it says I will actively try to keep people from watching this movie. If I saw somebody going toward this movie, I would direct them towards Surf Ninjas before I let them just walk out. I would, you know, I Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Something. There are so many other movies that does what this movie tries to do, but actually do it well. That I honestly don't believe that this movie has a legitimate reason to exist. There's no purpose for it outside of making money for people in charge.
2: So John, would you say that friends don't let other friends watch Three Ninjas? I would I would say no because I don't tell people I don't
0: force people not to do things. If someone is going to go out and say I want to watch Three Ninjas, I mean I I would definitely go out of my way to give them recommendations for something i think they would enjoy more so like i would and that's just me trying to be a friend by saying hey there's better movies but if they're like no i really want to watch this one i mean okay i guess but right. yeah i would i would not recommend this to anybody just due to the fact that i think that there are better movies that do the same thing
3: okay all right that's okay. well bryson The Bible
1: teaches that Jesus, when he died on the cross, brought forgiveness for all sins. So we can just careful with the sacrilege,
0: Branson. You're a pastor (laughs) again. Oh, I thought he
2: was talking about himself, about the review he's about to give. (laughs) Oh, wow. Dang.
0: Okay. I I mean, when he talks about this movie, he does say love is love.
1: When did I say that?
0: Never mind. Yeah, don't get Never mind. I lost it. <laughs> you love this move. Never mind. It was, I was, I was straining, I was straining things together and it made sense to me. But when it came out, everybody's look, gave me that look. And I realized I made a logical leaks leap somewhere. So feel free. Yeah. To just and that so that that's why
4: often. you <laughs> made a logical leap to think that this was a uh, dumpster fire. So John, we can, you know, what, you can go back. What, what, what was your real rate?
0: Not going <laughs> to happen. dude. Not, <laughs> Like,
4: oh, you said you had a logical error or something. I, I got confused. I guess
0: I'm. I'm it's easy to do because you seem to think Cage and accents sound like the Trade Federation from the Phantom Menace. <laughs>
2: oh no! Now there are two of
0: them.
3: Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, and What's your rating, sir? We need to continue this show on. I don't
1: think it's any mystery what my rating is. The Even going by the strictest definition of our rating system, the top shelf says, I need to own this. The truth is, I already own it. I have the DVD. I've owned it for quite some time. Like I said, I watch it at least once a year with my family, sometimes multiple times a year. The humor may be kidding. The humor may be young. I don't care. I love it. I'm here for it. I enjoy it. Uh, All of the things that make it campy just makes it more endearing to me. Uh, I'm going to top shelf this. I think it's grand. I'm probably going to watch it again. So right now. <laughs>
3: <laughs> All right. Cool beans. Well, for my rating, uh, um, you know, uh, I'm not going to act like this is a perfect film. I mean, there was some glaring, obvious issues with it here and there. Some storytelling was weird. Uh, telegraphing. The, the random, the fact that Uh, Rocky suddenly has a, a booster pack and he jumps in the air to knock down the basketball in the basketball scene. It's the uh, 90s. They
1: no, did yeah. Yeah. The ninja. He uh, has
3: super weird... jump powers. Yeah, yeah, they
1: established
2: that with the grandpa in the tree with thorns. Right. Isn't that funny how he can dunk?
4: <laughs> oh, but you can't see it with thorns. <laughs> oh, no. uh.
3: Or the fact that the ninjas were all wearing Russell T-shirts, but they covered them with a little patch to cover the Russell logo. That was great on the pocket. I I did. I don't
0: know I who Russell that. is,
2: so
3: yeah. So <laughs> he used to play, he used to
0: be the Q quarterback for the season.
3: <laughs> I did, and I'm, I'm with John. Like, if somebody comes up, they're like, oh, "I'm going to rent Three Ninjas." I'm like, "You should probably watch Surf Ninjas. You should probably oh, watch Ninja Turtles." This is going in a direction I wasn't <laughs> expecting. So
4: I let me comment on that real quick. I remember as a kid, I preferred Three Ninjas to Surf Ninjas. Now I will say, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 1990 is above those. But it's interesting you guys keep saying Surfing Ninja is better. I don't know if I agree with that, but I haven't rewatched Surfing Ninja in quite some time, so I could be wrong.
3: You should probably fix that uh, and then have us on your show to do it. Huh? Uh, so, <laughs> my final rating for this, I'm actually going to place this on top shelf.
5: Oh, <laughs> <and> what? Wait, <laughs> yes. Wait what I was waiting half? for
4: the. Psych. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Are you psyching us out? Are you just are you just playing us for yeah, fool? I, I legitimately now?
3: want to own this. Like I had I had a lot of nostalgia feelings for it. It was a lot of fun. Aww. I enjoyed well, the movie itself. Owning it
2: doesn't mean top shelf because I went out not seeing this, went out and bought it so I could watch
1: it. Thank and you know now I'm
5: I talking. own it. <laughs> it's not
1: do I own it? It's do I want to own it? He yeah. like, said he wants to own it. I want okay. to own this
3: movie. It's I I enjoyed it. It was a lot of fun. Um you know it was the pacing was again there were issues with it i I will gladly say there are issues with it but i walked away having fun with the film i laughed celeste and i were talking about we're like yeah it was celeste celeste has never seen this movie before she only watched Mm -hmm. probably the last two-thirds of the movie with me because she was at work and she goes this feels so incredibly 90s
2: Mm-hmm. and i is, will say yes. the last half is better than the first half i'll so. give you that like, Agree, it yeah. picked up.
3: like when they start getting to all the stuff yeah it i walked it away having park. i walked away smiling having yeah. fun to me those are markers like this is this is not a bad movie mm-hmm. there are again there are glaring problems and you know if, if you suddenly decide that it's a crop patrol appropriation maybe you'll have issues with it that's fine uh <laughs> but for the most part i enjoy the film so that being said, ladies and gentlemen, the final rating for three ninjas here at the bottom shelf is Top Shelf. Whoa, whoa. Disputed. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe disputed, but still Top Shelf.
1: Wasn't Surf Ninjas a disputed
0: Top Shelf? It was. <laughs> Only because Branson wouldn't put it on the top shelf.
1: <laughs> Good job, Branson. <laughs> well, this would be on the top shelf if some other people would just you know... Whatever.
3: Yes. i think bryce john's really mad that the best of the best was a disputed bottom shelf film
5: <laughs> i'm curious
4: are you guys like doing a ninja summer
1: or something because it seems like this is third like our martial arts summer unintentionally intentionally. this is the year of guilty pleasures oh, okay. so we were all listing movies that are our guilty pleasures and we all three of us came up with a martial arts movie that's funny so we decided to Put the all the movies in the silver to be martial arts. Movies.
2: Well, to be fair, that category is you're you're gonna get something in there for yeah. every, almost everybody. Yeah. <laughs> have you
4: guys already improved? Well, if you want to continue, Dallas, but I'm curious. Have you already? Have you guys said like what your favorite martial arts movie is to sort of level set some of these? The no. Matrix people.
0: No, because I no, don't think we have. Because we we I basically would- just judge it, every movie independently, so it's like.
4: Oh, yeah, but if someone comes to this and is like, okay, you have this opinion over three ninjas, but I, this is my first time listening to you. If I know, oh, I I also love best of the best. Oh, I like best of the best too. Okay, this is the so I'm gonna listen to John's opinion on this
2: episode because he, that he doesn't I get always him. equate. Like whatever your yeah. favorite critic review movie is, you're always you're always not gonna agree. So yeah. you might as well just enjoy what you want. Now, that it being helps. said we
3: do have a I less know. being populated right now by one of our amazing listeners. That's going to detail what films were bombshells and what films oh, were top nice. for us. So that's oh, coming nice. down the pipeline. So we'll have a database on the That'll website nice. for it. Very cool. So, that being said, ladies and gentlemen, it is now time for everyone's favorite part of the show. This is a weak Connection. All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to The Weak Connection where we take a look at these films and we try to pull out some sort of weak connection of of hope and faith. Uh, We are thankful to our friend Ben Avery over at Strangers and Aliens for giving us the opportunity to use this vocabulary, The Weak Connection, and uh, shout out to my man, Pastor Matt Marino for uh, the bumper. Uh, That being said, does anybody have a a weak connection?
2: Well, I got a question first. Should I ask whoever you got the vocabulary from why as as a first-time listener as some people may be why is it called a weak connection because i'm thinking this might be the most grounded strongest connection from this movie to real life (laughs) rather than the weakest connection
0: because
3: sometimes it's a stretch with some of us (laughs)
0: yeah it's because initially when we first started doing it is because we wanted to Make obtuse observations that only loosely correlated with the movie. But. Oh,
2: is this like a, a a what do they call that? The Jesus ju- juking like whatever. Someone way. comes up in a
1: positive yeah. way. Yeah, it's yeah. Jesus okay. juking in a positive way. Yeah. Okay.
2: <laughs> I almost said Jesus jujitsuing, but that's the wrong one. <laughs> I want to
1: learn this. <laughs> Where can I learn this discipline?
2: <laughs> you learn
0: to hit people and turn the other cheek at the same time.
3: Yeah. <laughs> Cross jujitsu. All right.
2: <laughs> the vatican so. by the way in the catacombs that's where you learn that oh
3: okay oh it's warrior nun. cool all right so <laughs> <laughs> does anybody have a weak connection for us today i actually do um, let's go for it b
1: all right Um so there's a very touching couple of moments in the movie where the grandfathers they hold out their hands and clasp them and he's like Rope of four strands, not easily broken. Yes. I don't exa- remember exactly what the verbiage was there, but the idea was so long as they had each other, they couldn't be beat. Right. And uh, they actually borrowed that from the Bible, as a lot of sayings of wisdom are. No in- way. Dude. <laughs> Dude. It's like there's a whole book for it. <clears> oh. <throat> but in Ecclesiastes. chapter four starting in verse nine it says two are better than one because they have a good reward for their toil for if they fall one will lift up his fellow but woe to him who is alone when he falls and has not another to lift him up again if two lie together they keep warm but how can one keep warm alone and though a man might prevail against one who is alone two will withstand him a threefold cord is not quickly broken and the lesson there is that To borrow a phrase that uh, the pastor of my church when I was in high school, something he used to always say was, there's no such thing as a Lone Ranger Christian. Mm -hmm. Uh, Our faith is meant to be lived out in community. We're supposed Mm -hmm. to be with other people who share our faith, who can lift us up and encourage us and spur us on. So that when we have these moments where we trip and fall, when we have these moments where we feel weak, when we have these moments when we feel like we're unable to get through the things we have people that we can rely on. Uh, I know there've been many instances where uh, just the community within this show uh, I've had stuff going on that I've been able to lean on people for Uh, you know, I've got a a, a men's group that I meet with uh, twice a month and uh, and I feel it when I miss a meeting, like it it is palpable when I'm not there. Mm. And you know, it's not even that what goes on there is super spiritual. Sometimes we get together and just joke the whole time, mm-hmm. but it is uplifting. It is encouraging. Uh, you know, the, the, the guys on this podcast, we're in contact with each other pretty much all day, every day through, through messaging, what up, whatever else we talk about stuff, we share funny, funny stories. We share funny videos.
4: Dallas, um, John and Branson, by the way, they don't, they hardly ever talk to us. I don't know why not, but <laughs>
1: I mean, we can loop y'all in too. We got a chat for this show. We can keep it going. Because but, Francisco, you
0: are super regimented and need things to be in an orderly state. That's right. I, Fall in line,
1: John. I can't do it. But anyhow, I think the, the lesson of the, of the the that they the grandfather had the movie and the lesson of Ecclesiastes is you're not supposed to do this alone. You're supposed to do it in community with people. And if you're trying to do it by yourself, you're setting yourself up for failure. So if you find yourself in a position where you are alone, you don't have a group of people that you can hang out with, I would encourage you to reach out and find some people. And through the miracle of modern technology, it doesn't even have to be people that are necessarily live close to you. Uh, I mean, that's certainly preferable, but you know, uh, we have an entire community uh, through devoted geek life, in geek devotions where we get together and we, we do life together. So, uh, Christianity was not meant to be something you do alone when no one else is watching. It's something that is meant to be lived out in community with other people. And that's my weak connection for tonight.
3: I like it. I'm going to add into it because basically that was where I was at too, because it was just so blaring, obvious Yeah, to go with it. Um, there is an interesting conversation about the threefold chord aspect of it. And a lot of commentators and a lot of people talk about it. They um, generally talks about two people coming together and the spiritual aspect of some people bring into it. And again, this is just speculation. This is a conversation people have had is what makes that threefold chord strong is the third chord. And that is uh, God, having God in the mix of having God with you in that situation. That's where there's really a strength and you can have two guys who you know, hold each other up. And then we encourage each other and we work things up and we include the spiritual aspect of it, of our faith. And that's where things kind of take a switch. That's where things begin to change um, because we're seeking wise counsel. And even the following verses out of this uh, one talks about seeking counsel, seeking wise counsel and what that looks like. And if we don't do that. And um, so I am just going to echo what Bryson said. I mean, the community that we have here, uh, just us as friends, through uh, Geek Devotions, through the Bottom Shelf chat that we have, and then even just people outside of that. Um, Geek Devotions is part of uh, the uh, Culture Box community, which is what uh, a network that uh, Francisco has started for us. And um, the guys are in that group. I mean, we encourage each other often, and we laughed a lot uh, in the Discord channel that we have for, for the team there. And it's so so important. We've got mm-hmm. to have this. I've known way too many guys who have um, quite literally lost their minds because they were flying solo, and the stress and the of life and the things that are taking place around them um, deteriorated them. And because they're trying to do it by themselves, mm-hmm. and we're not built that way, like like Branson said. Mm-hmm. Um, I've seen one I've I've seen too many people give up their life because they refuse to be in a community for one reason or another. Yeah. And so for those of you listening, you know, if you're struggling, get into it's not easy being in community. There's mm-hmm. sometimes people rub you the wrong way. Sometimes they hate oh. your favorite movie, and that's okay. Uh that's one of those things that will take place. But um being in community, yeah, it's you know, it's not easy. There's choices you have to make sometimes, but it's so much worth it in the end.
4: Can Can I add to that or actually highlight know, something that
2: Branson brought up? What was that, Paul? I said, I don't know. Can you? I'm trying May to bring the humor of this movie into the conversation.
0: <sighs> oh Wait, Paul, let me help you out with that. Say it again.
2: I don't know. Can you?
0: <laughs> there you go.
2: Perfect. <laughs>
4: Anyway, um, something that uh, a friend of mine, uh, Kenneth, who's a Twitch streamer, has been going through a book um, because he's been uh, – uh, he was challenged about, I want to say, six months to a year ago about uh, are digital churches still churches versus analog local churches? And he's he's really come to the point where digital churches are, are good supplements, but they shouldn't um, – they shouldn't uh, – uh, 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 take the place of local community, and so I just want to highlight that that, it, and just like you were saying, Dallas, that it's being in a community is hard, um, especially if you're actually meeting people in in real life and not mm-hmm. just online. But I think you can like. I, me, and my wife are part of a small group at our church, our local church. And if we need something, uh, like we need to be taken to the hospital or or something where we need help right away, as as awesome as you gentlemen are, I can't really get that type of help from you guys because you're across the country. You Whereas, need someone to help
2: move your furniture. Is that it?
4: Yeah, exactly. Thank you, Paul. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right, <laughs> so you, you saw through my saw through my guys. No, um. I mean I'm relatively close. All right, fair, but you're not like 10 minutes away.
2: Everyone's so, relatively
3: close I mean, <laughs> to me either. Branson's a good 20, 30 minutes away from me.
4: Yeah, if you're comparing like someone on Alpha Centauri versus you guys, you guys are like like a minute, yeah. a second away. Dude, but that's walking things, distance. I'm just saying, it, same day. It's important to try to build community locally as well, not just link completely on virtual communities because I'm um, like it, uh, in Hebrews – uh, the writer of Hebrews is saying, and this is chapter 10, and I might be proof texting, so apologize if I'm not getting the full context of this, but he says, starting in verse 23, Let us hold fast the confession of our hope without wavering, for he who promised, he who promised is faithful, and let us consider how to stimulate one another to love and good deeds, and this is the key part, not forsaking our own assembling together, as is the habit of some, but encouraging one another. And all the more as you see the day drying near. So that's, I just want to throw those two cents and highlight that aspect of community that well, online's well, great, but local I think is more substantive or um, substantive isn't the word, but important.
3: Yeah. I want to add something to that conversation that you had about, uh, I did some study on the vocabulary in that, in that verse and it says, mm-hmm. uh, let us consider how to stir up one another. Uh, the connotation is, uh, being intentional to stir each other up. Like mm-hmm. me, like well, let's intentionally think about like how can I encourage Francisco today? How can I encourage Paul, Branson, John, the people around me? And there's an intentionality of doing that. And that's part of that whole community aspect. That's why that mm-hmm. that three-cord uh, three, uh, uh, rope is so strong is because there's an intentionality of going, I'm gonna be present to help somebody today, mm-hmm. to help my mm-hmm. brother, to help my community. Uh and if again that's where that isolation if we're not being intentional about that, we're we're creating isolationism. You're just a cord by
2: itself. You're not intentionally wrapping yourself around. Right. Right. Well, you don't get that? Should I explain further?
4: I guess for me, so you're saying be one chord and no, don't if you're not in front.
2: community, you're just a chord by yourself. You're not wrapped around. Oh, others. I thought you were
4: saying one chord wrapping around yourself. Okay. No, yeah, you're not, not, not around exactly.
2: yourself, around the community, around I just others. misheard you. Nope. I
4: understand nothing. No, so it's fine. <laughs> it's Francisco <laughs> <coil laughs>
2: Spring. That's just called tying yourself in knots at that point. Exactly. Yes. <laughs> it's a slinky. Sure. What a wonderful toy. Everyone loves it. Um, but I, i'm right I, I, yeah um i'll go ahead and and jump in. um th- yeah that that w- that stood out the the chords stood out to me what was interesting to me is that all the ninja rules seem to be based on biblical verses um another one was uh uh the strong is to protect the weak um and you know that's that's in several places uh, romans 15 verse 1 is one of them it says Now who we are strong ought to bear the weakness of those without strength and not just to please ourselves, but for the, to please each of us is to please his neighbor for his good or his edification or her. Um, so, and then another one, another shoot, I lost it. What happened to it? Another one was, um, Oh, don't get in a fight. Don't start a fight. You you know, you cannot win. And that just reminded me of of Jesus's parable when he was talking about the cost of discipleship in uh, Luke 14. It talks about how a builder of a tower doesn't go out and, and just try to complete it without trying to design it. He tries to look and see the cost and everything.
3: Mm-hmm. Otherwise
2: mm-hmm. he'll be mocked and everything. So um, I, I was shocked at the biblical standards uh, in this quote unquote kids movie. So I thought it was cool. However,
4: I, that sort of, i didn't realize i wasn't making those
2: connections of
4: <clears throat> how those ninja rules were tied to uh biblical themes paul but it's interesting because um there's uh there's this verse where uh satan masquerades as a, a angel of light right and ninja are I, I thought ninja were all about the art of deception so I'm wondering if this movie's playing a switcheroo on us thinking that ninjas are the good guys when actually
3: they're the bad guys. I don't know if they're okay, the art of 400 distance. club. Why don't you just calm down there? <laughs>
4: That's the 700 club to you.
3: <laughs> you didn't quite make it that high. Oh my God. I need a better kick in the crotch, I guess.
2: Ninjas, the art of deception. I thought that was magicians.
1: Yeah. Ninjas well, they do the that too. But... Deception. It's, it's the art of concealment. Okay. Yeah. It's different than deception.
4: Okay, but you're not supposed to just be out there helping people. That's that's more. I feel like I equate that more to samurai. Not that all samurai were great, but more than to, to uh, the shadow warriors or shadow clan ninjas.
1: I, I think that is one of the differences. Ninja samurai had an honor code, whereas yeah. ninja did not necessarily. Exactly. Ninja, ninjas were just honorable. Yeah. Yeah. Ninjas were mercenaries. They were, they were work-for-hire guys, whereas a samurai had an honor code that they followed. Mm-hmm. But once again, this is a 90s movie with 90s tropes. Ninjas are cool. In 90s ninjas appropriation. Is 90s yeah.
2: Is this like Disney trying to say pirates don't steal? <laughs> exactly. Yes, exactly. Okay. That's how it's
4: tasted to me, Paul. Exactly. Okay. We're trying to paint a, a, a ninjas in the good, a good light. Whereas I don't think that's really the case,
2: especially when they're not even
4: doing actual ninjutsu; they're doing or karate. rapping. Everyone knows ninjas rap. <laughs>
3: to be fair, <laughs> the, what made ninjutsu, ninjutsu ninjutsu was, that, was the fact that they u- literally they used things that were around them. Like it mm-hmm. was the stuff that was like most most oh, shinobi. They warfare, looked like man. normal farmers because that's right. how they blended into their community. They mm-hmm. used the stuff they had around them. The sai yeah. was originally a a uh, a a gardening tool i mean Mm -hmm. that's what makes ninja ninja um it wasn't necessarily like there's a there are some legitimate ninjutsu type of stuff like the way you walk the way you should do certain things the fact that you wear wear dark blue you don't wear flashy red colors uh (laughs) you don't wear satin
2: fighting with household objects is not a jackie chan thing only
3: no (laughs) very not cool john do you have anything you want to add to the weak connection area
0: the only thing I want to add is <clears throat> I missed a golden opportunity when Paul said and they weren't rapping because ninjas rap. And I would like to counter that by saying, Yeah, Vanilla Ice doesn't rap
2: either. Because he's poor now.
0: <laughs> is it oh. is his movie Cool as Ice? Is that the name of it? Uh there was one called Cool as I said, but I was yes. more I was referencing his uh cameo in Turtles Two. Yo. Oh, Screech
4: okay, oh gotcha. Have
2: you ever seen, without seen. Never seen, seen the turtle, turtle, turtle get down?
4: My goodness. <laughs> I have I have a, a weak connection that's not related to the the whole three chords thing, but Wow, that sounds like You wanna be done then.
3: That's wow. Fine. Francisco just out of sync with the rest of us. Apparently.
4: Oh, is it? All, is it supposed to be like we all Boy. talk about one <laughs> week connection?
3: No. And whoever no, gets in no, there no, first—that's the one
4: we all talk about. No one else gets a shot.
2: Dallas <laughs> forgot to say. Psych.
3: <laughs> <laughs> What's your week connection, bro? Uh, well,
4: maybe I don't want to share it
3: now. All right, that's cool. Oh, well, thank you
2: for watching, ladies and gentlemen.
4: <laughs> no, I thought it was interesting how, and this goes back to. One of the things I said I didn't like, their whole uh, dad wasn't, um, didn't like the, the the sons that they were, his sons that they were doing martial arts. And it just, it did sort of make me think of the, the verse where Jesus says, uh, do not, this is Matthew 10. Do not think that I came to bring peace on the earth. I did not come to bring peace, but a sword. For I came to set a man against his father and a daughter against her mother and a daughter-in-law against her mother-in-law. And... Um, and a man's enemies will be the members of his household. So it's interesting because the grandpa is like an enemy. And what, Paul? I just think
2: it's funny. We're talking about ninjas. Oh, that reminds me when Jesus said, bring the sword. Yeah.
4: <laughs> no, but it's just, it's interesting how, not that the grandpa is a Jesus character or anything or, or meant to sow this conflict between the the sons and their father, <clears throat> but there is something about a Almost like the, the 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 three boys, Colt, Rock and tum tum, had this like high, higher philosophy, and I don't want to say that christian uh, Christianity is just a philosophy or just all about your mind. It's a whole relationship with Jesus, and I'm not trying to dismiss that.
3: Mm-hmm. But
4: in terms of crane analogy, I feel like they were they had their sights on something, a higher uh, level of thought or something more aspirational. Um, and that was causing a disconnect with their earthly father for this higher ideal. And I think in a lot of ways, that's something that if you're really, uh, I hate the term sold out to Jesus, but if, for lack of a better, uh, um, lack of a better or a more priority, way of saying it, or, if you're okay. all about Jesus, it, it can cause rifts with your, with other people in your household. Um, not, and I'm not saying that's a bad thing, because that's where you're putting your priority, which is that Jesus and God should be the
2: priority. So you're mm-hmm. saying family conflict, sometimes there's a good reason for family conflicts.
4: Yeah, I'd say so. Okay. Yeah, yeah. It, it, you, I think you have to be very judicious in what's causing that, because we're also and called wise. to have peace with, with our, our neighbors. neighbors. And mm-hmm. I imagine family sort of falls into that. But Wise as serpents, gentle as doves. Mm-hmm. Yes, Exactly.
3: That's fair. So that was sort yeah, of... Yeah, that's connection. fair, Jesus. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. I like it a lot. All right, cool beans. Well, guys, that's been our we connection. Thank you for listening today to The Bottom Shelf. Um, we really appreciate you guys hanging out with us as we talked about Three Ninjas. Uh, Paul, Francisco, is there anything you guys like to promote or share with the, the that's
2: audience? That's pauljpowers.com.
4: Yes. You just go to pauljpowers.com and you find pauljpowers.com. Yeah, that's me. Yeah. And uh, I am not a website, though one day maybe I'll be a website like Paul. Um, But uh, you can find us both uh, reviewing movies and games that are 15 years or older at retrorewindpodcast.com. If you go there and you're like, oh, these episodes are only three minutes long. I'll listen to those. Those are our ship's logs. That's an ongoing story we have. So start from the beginning by going to retrorewindpodcast.com slash story. Um,
2: if you Don't want just to know listen what those, to those
4: ones are. Expecting sm- <laughs> short movie reviews because you won't get them Yeah, Do the ones that are like the movie title. Those are the ones to go with if you like movie and game reviews. Especially,
0: Especially the Monty Python and the Holy Grail. Except little...
4: for that
3: one. <laughs> that was a great episode, by the way one of my favorites
2: top shelf well top shelf top shelf shelf.
3: dumpster fire (laughs) (laughs) mr boykin do you got anything you want to let people know about
1: uh yeah you can uh find me at uh, solid house podcast at um shoot i can never remember the website for it now
2: PaulJPowers.com. Oh, sorry. Wrong <laughs> website. Just, just go to whatever.
1: Uh, yeah. Well, that's that's the email. Um, Just go to, it's on uh, Podbean. Just search for Solid House Podcast. That's where I take a look at Jesus's teachings and try to figure out exactly how we're supposed to live out our life based on what he actually teaches.
3: Awesome. So and that is solidhousemedia.podbean.com.
1: Thank you. I knew Dallas. And <laughs> we'll have the links in the show notes for all that
3: below. Mr. How are you?
1: Mr. Mora.
3: You got anything you want to promote, buddy?
0: I do a lot. Um check out my link tree in the description below for all the details on all the things, but the thing I will highlight right now is uh a little something I actually do with Branson uh called Gospel by Gaslight i voice act the big bad in that so spoilers i just realized (laughs) but it's pretty obvious
1: Um, and more episodes are coming i'm in the process of of editing them now that's the reason why i'm promoting (laughs) so if you look and see that a new episode hasn't posted in several months it's not because it's dead i'm just working on the the next chunk of episodes so more Mm. will be coming soon
3: thank god you're not dead i was starting to worry about the smell
1: I was referring uh, to the podcast but <laughs> Dallas
0: what about you do you have something you would like to promote?
3: Sure you can check out geekdevotions dot com for Uh, All your geek devotions related stuff, including this podcast, the Gundam Watch and other things. But also, uh, depending on when this podcast gets out and whether or not I have sleep or not, uh, you'll know that this Friday starts GeekCon here in Streetport, Louisiana. And I will uh, be there with my bride. We'll have a booth. And if you guys are in the Streetport area, come by, say hi and uh, hang out. Let us uh, love on you. Let us uh, check out your cosplay and take pictures with you and just let you know you're loved and cared for.
0: I would also like to say I will not be at GeekedCon this year like I was last year because I am flying across the country to run somebody's birthday Call of Cthulhu game. So
3: sweet. Right.
4: And, and Dallas, when is the Ernie Reyes fan podcast happening?
3: Uh, as soon as John makes that happen.
0: Oh, because <laughs> I totally need another podcast on my list of things to do. <laughs>
3: Indeed.
4: Well, that Cthulhu well, game's going to take an afternoon, so yeah. <laughs> after that, you can do the podcast.
0: It'll probably <laughs> actually take two days for uh, six, sixteen hours total play to get that game done.
3: Wowza! Well, yep. All right. Well, ladies and gentlemen, make sure you check out the bottom shelf on all your favorite podcast catchers, and also on YouTube uh, and on social media on Facebook and Instagram. Until next time, stay devoted, peace, and love.